This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Hi, today is Wednesday, May 6th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, state police are investigating that fiery crash that has injured at least two people on the Schuylkill Expressway early Wednesday. It happened overnight at about 2.40 a.m. on the eastbound lanes of the expressway near Girard Avenue uh, in Fairmount Park. Police said the crash involved a tractor trailer and two other vehicles. So listen, the cargo and part of the trailer caught fire, oh. and then a portion of it fell over over the expressway and onto Sweetbriar Drive beneath it. Uh, officials have not released the condition of the two people that were injured. State police remain on the scene investigating the crash. Uh, officers are asking motorists to avoid the location of the expressway from Montgomery Avenue to 30th Street. Uh, and I saw pictures of it, and it, it looks pretty bad. So it was wow. like, you know, that, that overpass there, um, and it actually, a portion of the tractor trailer fell over and went down beneath onto Sweetbriar Drive. So um, they're investigating this crash. Um, it happened at about 2.40. Um, they are still out there, but obviously throughout the morning, I'll keep you updated when they can reach open that. Yeah, Kathy, they were showing a live video feed and they were about, it looked like 10 rescue vehicles of all sorts in a line. It was just an amazing mess. I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous that something like this happens at at 2 o'clock in the morning. I mean, there aren't many cars out on the road anyway. Well, also, Casey, you can't help but think about it in this time that we're in with limited yeah. traffic and you know it, but still yeah it's 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 a hell of an accident mm. yeah so we'll keep you updated throughout the morning when they can open that up i'll let you know pediatricians are reporting a rare but concerning condition that could be linked to covid19 infectious disease dr ishminder Carr at st christopher's hospital for children in philadelphia says there have been two cases doctors in europe have also warned about conditions and in new york the department of health issued a warning after at least 15 kids have been affected i think several institutions at the same time are seeing a lot of children with similar presentations of abdominal pain and diarrhea and then leading to this almost multi-symptom inflammation, Dr. Carr said, adding that some children have active COVID-19 infections. Others have tested positive for the antibody signaling that they had the infection in the past. The complications seem similar to Kawasaki disease, a condition that can cause dangerous inflammation in some blood vessels and potential damage to the heart. Carr says it's it's not a large number we're seeing. Children are still generally spared from severe manifestation of the novel coronavirus, but it's a concerning signal that I think clinicians all over the world are watching. This is like one of the first reports I've heard of, uh, you know, of children and, and what the symptoms that they're experiencing. Right, right. Jersey Shore towns in Cape May County will reopen beaches this week on a limited basis. Officials in Wildwood, Avalon, and Stone Stone Harbor have all announced plans. In a letter from the mayors of Avalon and Stone Harbor to their communities Monday, the boroughs announced limited access to their beaches for walking, running, fishing, and surfing from dawn till dusk, and that will begin on Friday, May 8th. However, no stationary activity, including sitting on chairs or blankets, will be allowed, and social distancing, of course, those regulations must be followed. Kathy, I'm a member of a Metal Detectors Club, and I wanted to you know. Can go. Go. Yeah, okay. You can go. You as can long as you're moving. Yeah, just allowed. keep it right, moving. No right, loitering. Okay. You know. Keep uh, you know what? And, uh, while with Crest, I know that uh, you were able to walk on the beach last weekend. Um, so I have that yeah. information, Casey. Oh, cool. Then Let me talk get to this. It. Talk about a new source. <laughs> so the beaches will be patrolled to make sure the, that social distancing practices are followed and there are no large groups of people gathering. All regular beach regulations continue to apply. They said that we ask that you follow these temporary 
temporary rules. Unfortunately, if they are not followed, we will again close our beaches, the mayor said. All other public spaces in Avalon and Stone Harbor will remain closed, including playgrounds, tennis courts, basketball courts, boardwalks, libraries, and recreation centers. Complete beach, beach access allowing for picnics and swimming will be determined at a later date. Now, both mayors of North Wildwood and Wildwood also announced their beaches will reopen on May 8th for walking, running, and biking. They also announced the short-term or transient rentals may resume on Tuesday, May 26th. Decisions regarding the reopening of retail and food service in the town have not been announced. The borough of Wildwood Crest reopens its, uh, reopened its beach and parks and the bike path to the public with some restrictions, and that happened mm. on May 2nd. Kathy, how close to the shore will sea life be able to come? With Memorial Day weekend coming up, Governor Phil Murphy is still asking people with vacation homes to stay away from the shore and stop renting them out until the state of emergency orders are lifted. Officials reminded residents that the state of emergency and stay-at-home orders remain in effect in New Jersey. Cape May County officials say they have formed a coalition of local leaders to help safely reopen the Jersey shore. The group submitted a 35-page plan to Governor Murphy on Tuesday. The coalition is proposing to reopen many of its public and business facilities no sooner than than June 1st. They also would like seasonal rentals to begin on May 11th with shorter term rentals allowed to begin no earlier than June 1st. Hotel and motels would be allowed to operate at 60% capacity effective on June 1st and then full capacity by June 22nd under mm. a, the proposed plan. No decision has been made, but on Tuesday night, Governor Murphy's chief of staff tweeted that his team discussed the plan with county leaders for nearly an hour. I know that there's a general sort of feeling for people who own second homes down there. Right, right. That, like, no, you can't keep us away. I know you're saying what you're saying, but, like, uh, the the old... uh I pay my taxes. Uh, it's well, you like, own a, what do you mean? It's, not, it's more than paying taxes. You own a home. You there. own a home down there, yes, and I'm paying taxes on it. So, like, you can't keep me out. So, what's the delineation? So, if you have a home, they they uh, home down there that you rent out, they'd prefer you not do that. But well, if not, you are not just the rentals, but like somebody like Casey who owns a second home down well, that there, asking him yeah. to not come down there. Uh, and, and spend time down there to stay at home. And the, and the people who live there year-round, obviously, that's their only home. So right. uh, they're allowed to well, be there. I, I think there might be a difference between you are not allowed to come here to, listen, if, if you don't have to, don't come here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so, you know, what? and I, there was um, a number of I, I saw a couple of uh, reports about this and I talked to a few people that I know that live down there and um, I didn't see m- too much of it on the news, which I was surprised. But there were some there's been like uh, people vandalizing cars with uh, Pennsylvania license plates and popping tires and things like that. So pe- so if, if the residents who live down there year round are seeing uh, Pennsylvania plates, I mean, at least in, in some of the towns, there's been some vandalizing. But that's, that's kind of the, that's kind of the, the way that they will welcome you down there, it's isn't that? what they do. Yeah, yeah. It's like blowing out candles nah. on a birthday cake. You pop the tires. And Listen, we were, I was talking Kath, about it, and Jace heard me having the conversation, and he goes, well, that's stupid. He goes, how are they going to leave if they pop their tires? I was like, you know what? That's a really good point. <laughs> that's great. Um, listen, there's the idiots in every community. So, you know, I mean, there's people doing stupid things, and it's not everybody. It's a, no, it's a no, small little itty-bitty stupid faction. And I think everybody is a little nervous about Memorial Day because typically, you know, as we all know, everybody flocks to the Jersey Shore. So they're trying to do what they can to, you know, yeah. not have people do that because it is, you know, the, the virus will spread if that happens. Right. All right. Let's do sports this morning.
According to multiple sources, on June 10th, a second spring training will start for Major League Baseball teams. July 1st would be opening day, and all teams will be playing at their home ballparks pending league approval. In a study by ESPN, a majority of sports fans said they are in favor of watching televised sports without fans rather than watching the sports to resume only when fans can be in attendance. Of sports fans age 18 or older, 65% were in favor of sports returning if fans can't be in the stands, and that approval number grew to 76% when participants were asked if they support the return of sports without fans in the stands if players were kept in hotels and their contact with others were closely monitored. Miami Dolphins CEO Tom Garfinkel laid out the team's plans for the upcoming season on Good Morning America, describing how going to an NFL game will becoming will become much like ordering takeout from a restaurant or grocery shopping during the pandemic. All fans would be wearing masks and colored spots on the ground outside the stadium would indicate proper social distancing as spectators wait to enter the stadium. Food would be ordered from the seat and then picked up at the designated concession stand, eliminating the need for lines. Entering and leaving the stadium also would be changed to give everyone more space. To accomplish this, capacity would likely have to be limited. Instead of the 65,000 fans most stadiums can hold, attendance could be held at only 15,000 for this coming season so that everyone can keep a proper distance. And Kevin Hayes and the Flyers have continued their efforts to help out the community during the pandemic. Yesterday, in the spirit of Cinco de Mayo, Hayes and the Flyers teamed up with Brulee Catering to deliver a Taco Tuesday-themed lunch to 10 police precincts and firehouses across Philadelphia. The deliveries fed 300 first responders who have served the community during the coronavirus outbreak. Hayes had the following message for Philly first responders, showing support to first responders is something that means a lot to me. Thank you so much for always keeping our community safe and keeping everyone healthy. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Wednesday morning indeed, and welcome. More opportunities to win money. We continue, but we're running out of time. We're wrapping it up on Monday. Talking about MMR's rock refund, so don't miss it. 8 a.m., 10 a.m., your first two chances, and then noon and two, and then uh, four and six and eight. So many opportunities today. Just pay attention, and we'll give you the words and how to do it. It's real, real easy. So that's uh, two times today on the show. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day. It's a Wednesday ritual with us, as is a secret text where we have a chance to win today. A uh, digital download of Like a Boss. So text word secret th- to 39333. Sending word back to you. And later on, we'll ask designated caller calling with that word. And we'll see if you can win. And we'll also grab a random text or two. So pretty easy. And as far as guests go on the program, we have a young lady by the name of Julia Ray. She is from Wayne, Pennsylvania. And she is a contestant on The Bachelor. Listen to your hearts. Wow. And that is on Mondays at 8 on ABC. Uh, so she is a stunning specimen, young, uh, beautiful young lady. She pulled off uh, the near impossible. What'd she pull off? She made me watch a couple episodes of this last night. <laughs> and uh, wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. It, it makes The it's Bachelor a... look sincere. Oh, my God. Uh, but <laughs> she's she's beautiful and, and talented, and apparently she's super cool. So Okay. Yeah, looking forward to it. All right. And uh, Nick, where is she right now? Is she in Wayne? No, she's in Ocean City, New Jersey. She's in quarantine. She broke her foot six weeks ago, so she hasn't been able to move. She went, She's looking to move out to L.A., but yeah, I talked to her on the phone yesterday. She's really cool. She grew up listening to MMR. Okay. Uh, they're sort of painting her as the villain on the show, which is Steve, I'm, I'm sure you saw. But uh, she's she's a really cool girl. But, I'm excited but, to have her on the show. And we'll have to talk to her because I I, I don't know. Every There's so many duds on this show that, yeah. you know, that, that, that uh, I, she's to me, she's making wise choices. So, yeah, well, uh, you know, yeah. But for, I mean, for it, what it, it's worth, I don't think that she's necessarily a no. fan of the show anymore. So, or the, oh, wow. 
Yeah. It would cool. And, and, and uh, you know, listen, uh, it seems, I don't know, to my untrained eye, that things might be a little massaged mm. in the way they're moving along with this. Well, maybe we can we can peek behind the curtain when we have her yeah. on uh, this morning. So, uh, Julia will be joining us around 9 o'clock, so we'll get to that a little bit later on. Oh, and I would like to point out that today is National Nurses Day. Uh, so to all the nurses doing what you're doing and uh, extra, uh, you know, difficult in in the past few months. So uh, we appreciate you. We are yeah. thankful for you. And uh, if you know a nurse, make sure you say something, mention something, do something today if you can. Listen, before this, before the pandemic, the the word is, and any and Dr. Mike would tell you and everyone would tell you, you ever have any time in the hospital, it's the nurses. Oh, yeah. They're the conduit. They're the people you're talking to. They're the people that comfort you. They're the people that make sure you're apprised of everything that's going on. And and invaluable. Steve, listen to your nurse. Yes, absolutely. That's what you have to do. Listen to your nurse. Getting an enema is no fun when you're not in love. (laughs) All right, so uh, these things and more are taking place during the program. Let's take a break. Come back, and I have a stack of entertainment stories to run by as well as a stupid question. Stay put. We'll be right back. Love Preston and Steve and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. As we ease back into life bit by bit, Acme wants to help you reconnect bite by bite. When doors start to open, when parks are filling with laughter again, and you can reconnect with family and friends over food, Acme will be there with you every step of the way. For birthdays and barbecues, parties and picnics, and of course, down the shore. Celebrate life together with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so we're going to give some stuff away. That's a good thing. Uh, we have a stupid question and a $50 cash card from Armor Metals and Recycling is what you can win if you can tell me the answer to this. What was the only foreign country? That George Washington ever visited. 215-263-WMMR. Don't guess. It's not a big one. You're gonna have to you're gonna have to look this one up. Okay. So what is the only foreign country that George Washington ever visited? 215-263-WMMR. It give them extra bonus points if they can name the airline. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. I will. Yeah. Call now. <clears throat> uh birthday today. We're gonna start with a big one in the world of music on May 6th. It is the 75th birthday of Bob Seger, give me some oh. big, powerful music here, Casey. Oh. I know you will. It's like a Nick Frag party. Ready. You ready to party? Yeah, we're ready yeah. to party. Party. McQueen! If you don't know, Nick at a uh, fraternity party one time uh, decided that uh, during the, at some point in the evening, during all the revelry, drinking, people taking their tops off, all right. that stuff, Nick put this song on because he thought it would be a good time to reflect. Cue the record scratch. Yeah. <laughs> His head's whipped around. It's a great song, but there's a time and place for this song. Yeah. That wasn't the time or the place for this song. One of my favorite Bob Seger songs is on this album, Hollywood Nights. Oh, God, it's a great Such song. Such a great song. And there it is. Yep. Just like that. It's, it's fantastic. better for a frat party. I think this, this is a little, little outdated, but you know. Uh, he's one of those guys that can write song after song after song. I yeah. mean, uh, Main Street. Night yep. moves, yeah. lyrically. It goes on and on. Excellent. Like a, like a rock. Um, yeah, there's... American Storm. Yeah, there's there's a song after song after song that could, Bob... Could, could Catman Do? Catman Do is a fun song. I think I'm going to Catman Do. Yeah. I think 
Uh, so 75 years old, was planning on wrapping it up this year. He had a farewell tour, but obviously all that. And, and the, So has coronavirus say expedited that, or will they follow through on the completion? I don't know. Huh. Uh, I, I might have some uh, details coming up in music news, but I, I think the final show, wasn't it going to be here? Was it the absolute last? And we were show confused why it was going to be here because yeah, it wasn't Detroit. Yeah, which we would imagine. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. Uh, well, so that that show happened. It uh, did. Oh. Yeah, that was that was a few months back. But then they they were talking about re-extending the tour. So and Steve, there were some rumors that that wasn't going to be the last last show. So who knows? Right, I mean, right. and, and then obviously this you know the pandemic happened. So who knows where any of that stands? I forgot about this thing. Has it? Hasn't Secret been married like 52 times? I'm not sure. Like one of those chronic wedding guys. Bob is 75 today. Bunch of other birthdays. Chris Shiflet of the Foo Fighters. What a tongue twister name that is. Chris Shiflet. Yeah. Uh, celebrates his 49th birthday today. So rock on. I just, uh, a friend of mine who works in radio in uh, Detroit, a guy named Spike, used to work at WDRE, sent me a text the other day about. This time he went to this secret show at the Trocadero with a brand new band called Foo Fighters that was opening up for another group. Yeah. It was their first ever real live venue appearance. And wasn't there a guest musician? Yeah, playing with the band. You know, I have to get his text because, Nick, you'll love it. But uh, a drummer in disguise was a guy named Eddie Vedder. Uh, who's playing in a, in a group. Ah. Yeah, yeah. I'll get you the, the details on the name of that band and everything. But, uh, yeah, he said it was pretty amazing. So Chris Shiflett was there. He's 49. Tony Blair, former British Prime Minister, is celebrating his 67th birthday today. So happy birthday to Mr. He's Blair. He's now uh, emceeing Love Island. Oh, which wow. Which is uh, on a hiatus. Well, you need another gig. Uh, George Clooney's birthday is also today. Hand the man. Uh, George is 59 years old today. Anybody watch that Catch-22 series on uh, Hulu? Was no. it Hulu? Uh-uh. Yeah. It's got good reviews, but I don't know if anyone was watching it. So happy 59 to Mr. Clooney. Roma Downey. Remember her from Touched by an Angel? Yeah, the first time I saw her was on the series Hercules. Okay. And they got they had her sexified Hercules. up. Hercules! Uh, she is 60 today. She so. was in the studio once, wasn't she? Uh, she was. was she? Yeah, she was promoting With her husband. Some, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she, she, I think she does like um, wholesome Christian movies now. Yes, she exactly. does. And her husband produces every reality show, uh, The uh, um, Survivor and uh, wow. The Great... Um, Worldwide race or the great race or whatever. Wait, hang on a second. Uh, Preston's talking about the black lady that was in Harlem Nights. No, I'm not. Wait, who did you touch Ro- my Roma name? Downey. Yeah, Roma Downey. She's the Irish actress. She's beautiful, long, dark. Touch my angel was was that Roma Downey's in that series as well. Was she? Yeah, she was the she was no, one no. of the. This is Roma Downey who we're talking about. Right. Yeah, you just said Roma Downey's in that series as well. Oh, she is. But who's the gal he's talking about? He's talking about the Delarice. Delarice. Yeah. All right. Delarice. Why are you talking talk- about Delarice? Why, what? Wasn't she touched by an angel? Yeah, she was they on both that were. as well. Oh, it was, it was not a one-woman show. <laughs> God damn it, we need more cast members. I'd, I'm okay. getting tired of talking to myself. All right. Let's let's just move on. Pull up, pull up a graphic, uh, a picture of Touched by an Angel <laughs> yeah. cast, and and you'll see both of them in it. There so was also just, a guy on the show. We can bring it all. His name together. was uh, Robert Downey. Ah, I didn't watch Touched Who's by an Angel enough to <laughs> enough to know anybody other than Della well, Reese. From I, that movie. I would reserve my commentary. Uh, see up there, Della Reese, Roma Downey, Downey John, John Dye, Valerie, Valerie Bertinelli. Bertinelli. 
Alex Alexis Cruz. Cruz. Alexis, I meant to say. Okay. Charles Rocket. We all familiar Reynolds. the cast of Touched by an Angel now. Uh, she's 60 today. <laughs> Ooh, that hurt. Uh, Willie Mays, uh, the former Major League Baseball player, the Say Hey Kid. Do you remember that, that <laughs> kid's cartoon? No. Yeah, it was a Saturday morning kid's cartoon. It was a one-off. Okay. Uh, Willie Mays and the Say Hey Kid. Probably the greatest five-tool player of all time. I mean, he, uh, defense, hitting, speed, uh, power, all of it. He, he's, uh, you know, 600-plus home runs in an yeah. era that uh, is bygone. But, yeah, uh, if you talk about one of the best players all around of all time, it's Willie Mays. And a class act. 89 today. Uh, Adrienne Palicki. Uh, she is one of the most stunningly beautiful women Super I've ever seen. Super hot. Uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, G.I. Joe Retaliation. That's where I think I first saw her. I took my sons to go see that movie, and I'm like, well, Daddy can watch this, too. <laughs> she was supposed to be Wonder Woman on a, uh, on a TV series. She could have been a good Wonder She's Woman. She's on uh, the Orville now. Correct. That is right. She's uh, 37 today. And then the last birthday, and I always mess up her name, uh, Gabori Sidibe. Yes. Is that how you say it? Yeah, that's pretty From, close. From uh, Precious and oh, the Big yeah. C and Tower Heights. Yeah, she's 37. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What was the only foreign country that George Washington ever visited? 215-263-WMMR, and we will go to Rich for the answer. Hey, hey, Rich, how you doing, man? Uh, living a dream. Oh, ah, nice to hear. So, good. What was the only foreign country George Washington ever visited? A rumor has it he had a girlfriend on Barbados. Barbados! <laughs> Never would have guessed it. Now, to get there, he had to listen to a seminar about real estate, Preston. Oh, yeah. But it was worth it. It was you worth know, it. It worth the five or six hours he had to sit through that. Rich, you got it. We're going to give you a $50 cash card from Armor. Metals and recycling. Get cash for your scrap. Bring in your metal, wires, computers, and more, and walk away with cash. Armor Metals pays top dollar for all your Ferris and non-Ferris metals, appliances, and old computers. Get cash in your hand today at Armor Metals and Recycling. Let's start with the Kardashian family. Why not? We'll get it out of the way and get it done. Courtney is sharing words. Courtney is sharing words of hope and wisdom. After her ex, Scott Disick, and the father of their three kids returned home from rehab in a post on Instagram, the 40-year-old wrote, Love yourself first. Chase your dreams. Make mistakes and learn from them. Believe in God's plan. You are more beautiful than you will ever know and oh so smart. There is no one else like you in the entire world. You are loved. No sad bro. (laughs) And then it says, Things I tell my daughter. And stop eating foam rubber. Yeah, that (laughs) Uh, the Stop eating the couch cushion. Comes after the reports that Disick flew to L.A. to a treatment facility on April 28th. A source told people he knew he was spiraling out of control and wanted to get help. He wants to be the best dad possible. If you can correct the spiral in five or six days, was it that profound a spiral? Mm. Or was he not treated to the full extent mm, that good... he probably should have? Now, he was denying that he has any sort of cocaine or alcohol issue. Yeah. And yet he went to rehab. His girlfriend, Sophia Ritchie, reportedly tipped off Kardashian to Disick's struggles because she didn't know what else to do. And she gave him an ultimatum. Courtney, an ultimatum. Courtney was, is according to the source, Courtney was very upset and knew something was up by his unresponsiveness to matters and convos that <laughs> pertained to the kids. Yeah, that's, that's variety speak. Another source told E! News uh, she had been through this before many times and put a halt to it immediately. She ultimately gave him an ultimatum. Ultimatum? Why am I having time with that word? Well, an ultimatum is in a larger venue. Uh, ultimatum, and he had no choice but to seek help. You know, if I were a, a, like a reporter for TMZ, I would name myself 
a period source, mm. right? Mm. Because <laughs> get they, loads of plugs. That's right. Yeah. It's, you're constantly being uh, credited. Now, Scott's attorney, Marty Singer, denied speculation that he was getting treatment for cocaine and alcohol addiction. Singer said, "God did." That's exactly what he said. In an effort, he's to a fi- douchebag. He's not an alcoholic. In an effort. <laughs> Two different things, two disparate things. Marty's a completely annoying douchebag of the most douchiest, baggiest state. And the other one is, is a dependency on chemicals. He does not have that. Yes, and there's no treatment for douchebag. No baggery. treatment for that. But uh, there is hope. In an effort to finally Thanks come to the Just Say It Institute. <laughs> that's right. In an effort to finally come to terms and deal with the plan that Scott has been silently suffering for many years due to uh, oh the sudden. Sudden death of his mother, followed by the death of uh, his father three months later. Scott made the decision. Check him in a rehab facility. Remember, we we went through this. Did we find out when this when these deaths occurred? You asked yesterday, and I wondered, was it just recently, or is it just something that keeps coming back when the douchiness ebbs yeah. and flows? I never looked it up. I don't really. I don't care it was, enough. They were within like a couple of months of each other, and I believe it was last year. Okay. So it was, well, it was so recent. He's dealing with yeah. it. Okay. All right. All okay. Right. We'll All give right. him that then. Fresh wounds. I understand that. Uh, the facility, by the Douchebag way, runes run deep. Uh, the rehab facility is uh, commenting on, you know, there were pictures that leaked, and uh, Marty Singer says that it was, you know, it's a big a, violation. A it's a yeah. HIPAA thing. I'll be on it like white on rice. Uh, now the facility CEO Noah Nordheim, day and night, even on New Year's, give me a call. Nordheimer says uh, it is all points north strict policy to not publicly disclose disclose patient specific information, including. Whether or not a particular client is or was being treated in our facility or has inquired about our services, so but they're they can't stop it though. They've had they've had people in like Cedar Sinai, and they've had medical records leaked out. There's too much money to be made if you sell it to like TMZ yeah. or Hollywood Reporter. It just takes one person, and like an orderly will take the risk and do it. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is a pretty serious story, but I want to pass this along. Nikki Bella is sharing insights into her painful past in a new memoir titled Incomparable, co-written with her twin Brie. Uh, the 36-year-old Total Bellas star shared graphic details about her assaults and explained why she felt ashamed until she learned to let it go. She said, Now she says she feels uh, uh, called to empower others. Uh, she, she was raped. Was she by a family member? A uh, friend. Okay. Uh, she wrote that she was raped at 15 by a fellow high school student she thought was a friend. When she was 16, she was raped after being drugged by a college-aged man. Uh, she sits down with People Magazine to discuss the assaults and their effect on her life. Uh, the mom-to-be tells the magazine, when it happened to me, I immediately just felt so ashamed and blamed myself. And that's what made me want to keep it such a secret. And keeping that secret and blaming myself, I started to lose my confidence. I started to disrespect myself. And then the relationships I got into at a young age... I let other people disrespect me and felt like it. that's okay. This is what I deserved. Uh, now she hopes to inspire others to let go of their past, too. When the Me Too, she said, when the Me Too movement happened, I was like, oh, my gosh, I feel like I am having these younger women look up to me. Maybe I can help them and have them not hold on to this as long as I did. It wasn't until I was 28 and in a relationship where someone started to teach me how to respect myself. That's how long I held on to things and felt I had no boundaries. And I'd always look at Bree like, oh, she has boundaries. She uh, treats herself with respect. How do I not have this? Bree's the twin, right? Yep, and I knew why. But, but I held on for so long. Um, when I look back at decisions I made based off of it, I wish I could have heard my words now as a 36-year-old woman then and be like, you're going to be okay. So she's passing along a good message that if something like that you're holding on to, 
you need to get that out if possible and talk to somebody. She was the one who was engaged to John Cena for a while. Yeah. And yeah. then they broke it off. Yep. All right, moving on to other things and a story that just keeps going on. Uh, Kristen Cavallari uh, may have unwittingly revealed more than she intended in a resurfaced video nabbed by TMZ. I did a deep dive on this yesterday. Oh, you did? <laughs> Rocked my world. Do tell. The reality star who is currently in the midst of a messy split from Jay Cutler gave an engaged couple some unvarnished advice at a February event for her brand Uncommon James. Sitting next to Cutler... When the soon-to-be husband and wife asked for advice, she said, don't do it. And then the crowd went, (laughs) Uh, uh, meanwhile, she's, uh, she she was hating her life at that point. Yeah. I'm literally dying inside. Don't do it. Since the split, sources close to Cavallari have said uh, that he, Cutler, wasn't uh, supportive of her career as she would have liked. And there were rumors of him cheating with uh, her ex-best friend in divorce papers. She uh, accused Cutler of marital misconduct. Well, that was an ongoing dynamic in the show. That has been. Kathy, you can verify this. That uh, she, she needed her, she needed him to be more supportive. All she says... She was supportive of his football career. I'm telling you, I didn't really love him all that much, at least the way they showed him on the show. He was cut to me. I loved him more than I've ever loved any man. No, no. He, (laughs) he, uh, um, yeah, I liked him. The funny thing is I could give a rat's ass about both of them until I got suckered into watching the show. Because of Britney. Because of Britney, yeah, who's our former calendar girl who's now on the show. Mm -hmm. I'll be curious to see if her role gets amped up now that Jay's out of the scene. Mm. Could be interesting. Somebody perhaps will make it big time and then remember us. Maybe they'll change the name to Totale Britney. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Instead of Barry Cavallari. It. We'll have to see. All right. Nearly 30 years later, Demolition Man 2 very well might be happening if we believe Sylvester Stallone. Uh, in the film, uh, Sly stars as John Spartan, a reckless late 1990s super cop who winds up wrongly incarcerated in a state-of-the-art cryo prison. <laughs> After his old nemesis, Simon Phoenix, played by Wesley Snipes, escapes his own prison sentence, Spartan emerges in a seemingly utopian 2032 with the future's police force unprepared to deal with Phoenix. Spartan is the only hope. But now in this case, it's further along. He's older, so now he just works for Armor Metal Press. Okay, Armor Metal Recycling. He's an actual demolition man. (laughs) Uh, Demolition man underperformed at the box office, earning only $58 domestically. However, in the years since, the movie has developed a cult following among fans. You know, the thing with it is that it's... it's, it's it's a comedy as well. I mean, yeah. it, it it has yeah. a sense of humor about oh, it. Oh, very much so. It's, yeah. it's like the films of Paul Verhoeven, where you okay, so you have this one thing that like with RoboCop, there's a straight ahead thing, but there's a sort of satirical edge to it. Right. Yeah, and that was Demolition Man. You remember the one? I think Taco Bell was fine dining. Remember that? Was, yep, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the oh, the only radio station to listen to were old jingles. Right, and, right. You know, so there, so was a, yeah, there was comedy along the way, and knitting was his hobby. Right, yeah. And the three shells and the instead yeah. of toilet paper, all that stuff. Uh, in part, its longevity stems from its distinctive vision of the future, which emphasizes political correctness and lack of personal contact. Moreover, it's also predicted Schwarzenegger's political career. If you remember, it did. Uh, yes. They talk about the president Schwarzenegger presidential library in the movie and that was before <laughs> arnold had even considered getting into uh, politics so um fans who have uh, were elated actually when stallone dropped the news of a sequel during an instagram question and answer session the star addressed whether or not demolition man 2 would happen and his answer seemed pretty definitive he said i think there is 
We uh, we're working on it right now with Warner Brothers, and it's looking fantastic. He said, "So that should come out. That's going to happen. That's what Sly said." So on Instagram, they've been showing him going through the process of writing, and he writes longhand on a legal pad, and he held up, you know, this thick document that he's been working on. Maybe that was the script for Demolition oh, Man. Quite possibly. Look at that longhand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with my pen. Uh, Look. There's four different colors on this band. Uh, notably. That's blue. That's red. That's black. I hit blue again. <laughs> There's green on there, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Demolition Man 2 does fit with Stallone's recent output since the mid-2000s. He's reprised both Rocky Balboa and John Rambo in multiple films. Plus, he's kicked off a new franchise like The Expendables and uh, Escape Plan. Wouldn't it be great if he did a sequel to Stop or My Mom Will Shoot? Oh, my God. That would that be, be fantastic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, with Wesley Snipes as his mom. Demolition Man 2. We shall see. Uh, Elon Musk is a dad Aww. again. Yay. The tech entrepreneur and billionaire shared the first photos of his newborn son on Tuesday, hours after his girlfriend and singer Grimes gave birth to the baby boy. Did you see the name of the kid? No, I know oh. this is his, his sixth son. Okay. What's the kid's is, name? Is the name a joke? You can't even pronounce it. It's it's X and then this A-E symbol and then A-12 Musk. Oh, I know oh, why. On. Because why? The, the kid's electric. Oh, there yeah, you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't, um, I didn't understand because, all right, so it, it ended up trending on social media, mm-hmm. but I didn't get the joke. And I was sitting next to my daughter. I go, I go. Can you explain this to me? I'm like, what yeah. was the joke? It was that name, and but I didn't know there was. There's no another reference. joke. Well, okay. there's another joke on on his Twitter account. Uh, somebody had asked for photos of the baby, and he posted a photo of a baby. I don't even know if it was his that was covered with face tattoos. Which yeah, was funny. Was like Post Malone. Yeah, they yes. used a uh, they used a filter or whatever. Right. right. So I was up. wondering if the name was also a part of that joke. Yeah, I, I don't, he's a weird dude, so who knows. Uh, he posted uh, photos on both Twitter and Instagram in response to fans asking for a peek at the new edition. Uh, in his second post, the father shared a, a legit photo of himself holding his son close while in the hospital. It's the first child for her, Grimes. Her actual name is Claire Boucher. Uh, while Musk has five sons from previous marriage. Is she not a musician? She is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grimes confirmed that she was expected, uh, she was expecting back in January, sharing her happy news on Instagram weeks after sparking pregnancy speculations with a baby bump photo. Huh. Uh, months later in March, she told Rolling Stone that Musk was the father. I think if anybody's going to have an Android kid at some point, it's yeah. going to be, te- it's, you know, yeah. Mr. Tesla. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, Gary Busey is serving up pet justice in a new comedy series. I love this. In a courtroom proceeding, the Oscar-nominated actor presides over numerous animal-related disputes for this six-part series titled Gary Busey, Pet Judge. Uh, which is set to debut on Amazon Prime and other outlets on May 25th. Now, and that's creative television. A press release for the show which assures that it is in fact a real thing coming soon to television screen says that uh, Busey will dole out resolutions to legal <laughs> matters that involve animals like monkeys, goats, birds, dogs, meerkats, turtles, robot raccoons and more. Look at the video of him. I know. With this hair, <laughs> Kathy. I don't know if you can see this. 
He looks okay. like a like a mad scientist. Yeah. Case, move your head either left or right, and then I can see. All He's right. got like a, a gray um, kind of mop. Yeah, the little Lord Fauntleroy <laughs> hairdo. Okay, I see him. <laughs> so here, here, the press release says, is Gary Busey a real judge? Absolutely not. Does he know anything about pet law? Probably not. <laughs> Can he look into your soul and suss out your spirit animal while delivering a verdict with a trademark Buseyism? You bet your sweet ass. Uh, The series also stars Mike E. Winfield as a bailiff, Ian Abramson as the exit interviewer, and Steve, the narrator, is Shadow Stevens. Wow. Avoid Blast of the Pat. You know Uh what bird bird means, man? Believe in redemption, dickhead. Yep. He always does those things, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. So. Uh, this is coming Shadow out. Shadow Stevens, man, twenty fifth. I know that dude used to be on Hollywood Squares. He was an he was an announcer who was a celebrity on another game show. Yep, yeah, uh, and he looked like the classic. He was sort of a Fabio ish. Yep. There was a guilty pleasure movie uh, of ours we used to watch called Tracks. Do you remember that? I do remember Shadow Tracks. Stevens. Yeah, 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 it was kind of like a, a C, kind of CIA agent <laughs> yeah, spy yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chris Harrison is disputing Peter Krause's recent comments about why he turned down The Bachelor and his allegations that the franchise did not want to fulfill his request for relationship counseling. Mm. Last month, Krause said he requested relationship counseling for myself and the top four or five girls during the process so we could work things out on a deep level. I want to work it out on a deep level. He also wanted ongoing support for him. And I also his, wanted ongoing support for him. And his final choice. I but mean me. You. And Krause said his request was denied. But Harrison tells E.T. that Krause's claim simply isn't true. He said, well, uh, well, they do get that. Everybody has access to that. <laughs> I I wonder how top-notch that counseling is. Uh, as to Krause's claims that he was in the running to become Bachelor, Harrison said they were just at the start of the vetting process. And he said, not to put a big pin in this big balloon, but that would have been the start of where we would have gone. Uh, that would not have been the final step. So Harrison hosts every iteration of the show. Yeah, I so, believe so, yeah. And I, so, which leads me to believe he's also... Got to be an executive producer on this stuff. Is he on Listen to Your yes, Heart? Yes, he is. And we'll have Julia Ray on later this morning from Wayne, Pennsylvania, who's a contestant on The Bachelor, Listen, Listen to, Your to Your Heart. Listen to Your Heart. Yeah. Uh, he also shared thoughts on Bachelor Nation alums Victoria Fuller and Chris Souls. I love cor- them. Corning teening together. He said, nobody saw it coming. Uh, but great, Harrison said. I guess he slid into her DMs. <laughs> Jesus Is that Christ. how that works, he said? I don't know, but good on them. I hope they're happy, and I hope she's uh, driving tractors around, flipping up the soybeans and all that good stuff. That's great. Uh, he acts there like he is one level removed, but he's the ultimate puppet master. Oh, yeah. He finesses them along. He creates all this stuff. Yeah, he's uh, he's diabolical in a good way. So, after quarantining with three of his daughters and his ex-wife, Demi Moore, for several weeks, Bruce Willis has returned home to Emma Hemming and their two kids, Mabel and Evelyn. Let me smell your deek. This is ahead of their youngest birthday. The 41-year-old shared images of the reunited family on Instagram. Wait, 41-year-old? Who's 41? Yeah, the the youngest kid is 41, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, so inside, she shared it on Instagram stories. That's a tough one to, uh, I, I mean, I get that they were doing it and everyone says they were cool, but it seems like they were weeks together, they you were. know, with his ex. Yeah, yeah. You don't know when you're in matching pajamas what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so Montia Sabag's 
$60 million lawsuit against Kevin Hart has been dismissed by a federal judge. Is this that dancer he was videoed with? Yeah, yeah. He uh, So last year, Sabag accused Hart of working with Jonathan Todd Jackson to film them having sex. That's right. Then she accused them of leaking the tape to promote a concert of Hart. So that's been, uh, it's been dismissed. Dismissed. Yep. Yep, it's Kevin so, Hart, for God's sake. Now, I don't know, stuff like that has a way of resurfacing in the courts, and I don't know what the story is, but this part of it is over. So we we'll believe see. Kevin Hart. I believe Kevin Regardless, Hart. even if he's guilty. In a new image from Wonder Woman 1984, Gal Gadot's a superhero does battle with Kristen Wiig's cheetah using her lasso of truth. I have not seen this yet. I have, No, and I, I've been curious to see what the makeup for cheetah looks like. Agreed. Uh, the pair appear to be uh, they appear to be facing off in the White House. Uh, Nineteen eighty four is set to hit theaters August fourteenth after its release was pushed from June fifth uh, due to the pandemic. So we shall see. I can't yeah. wait. I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, J.K. Rowling and her Wizarding World Media Company are teaming up with uh, Spotify to launch an audio recording of the series' first book, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, each week, a different person. We'll read a chapter of the book. So Daniel Radcliffe will kick it off uh, with David Beckham, Stephen Fry, Dakota Fanning, and Claudia Kim set to follow. David Beckham? You need somebody who can really act. Yeah. I mean, he's good. Didn't even ask me. You know what, Nick? Are these books? These books are already available on audio, right? I've read them Aren't out they? loud. I read them. I read it uh, chapter uh, several chapters to my girlfriend, and I read some to my son. I could do it. No, I'm available. These, these have to be, I, Steve. I would imagine they're already audio books. But this is just another, you know. Yeah, uh, it's giving them something to do. And maybe maybe I'll listen to Harry Potter books. It's cool for fans. Yeah, you know what? Reading's too hard. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Carell is playing Mark R. Naird. A four-star general who is tapped to lead the newly formed sixth branch of the U.S. Armed Forces Space Force. And a bid to serve, he uproots his family and moves them to Colorado. Uh, there's a new trailer for the series. Uh, it's going to debut on Netflix May 29th. And the new trailer came out, and apparently in it, uh, he says, uh, 50 years ago, our country put a man on the moon. Guess what, kids? We're going back. Uh, it also features co-stars John Malkovich, Diana Silvers, Tony Newsom, Ben Schwartz, Lisa Kudrow, Jimmy O. Yang, and more. Cool. You know what he sings at the end of uh, the trailer for about 30 seconds? Uh-huh. Kokomo by the Beach Boys. <laughs> no, no, just kidding. Your favorite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. All right, and then uh, one last story, and then we're going to move on to clips. Uh, Canadian court has ordered Tommy Wiseau uh, to pay about $700,000 to the makers of an unauthorized documentary about his cult film, The Room, ruling that he thwarted the release of the documentary because it was unflattering. Uh, the makers of the documentary called Room Full of Spoons. I want to see this. We're working to release the project. Well, you can't. It, they, he stopped it from happening, and that's why he's paying up all this money. Well, if he pays up, will that, will that I also hope so. yeah, have, have the legal caveat of now it has to be released? So they were working to release the project in 2017 to capitalize on Sony Pictures' debut of The Disaster Artist with James Franco. Uh, but Wiseau had filed suit and obtained an injunction in Toronto alleging the documentary violated the copyright, his copyright, by using clips from the room and invaded his privacy. The documentary revealed uh, Wiseau's uh, origins in Poland, which he had been uh, endeavoring to keep secret. After a trial in January, the judge, Judge Schaubs, ruled in favor of the documentary makers. Uh, Schaubs, do, 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 they, do they give you any information as to what they found out? Because one of the big questions... In the creation of the room and Tommy Wiseau and 
uh, the disaster artist, and they raise it time and time again. He funded this movie himself. Where did he get this money? He had all yeah. of this money. Where did this money come from? He says he was selling. He was a jeans salesman. Like he had um, some bizarre side company that was supposedly lucrative, but not that lucrative. Okay. Where did all this money come from? Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't detail right. it in this story, Steve. So uh, anyhow, uh, Shabs ordered Wiseau to pay $550,000 to the documentary makers. Huh. Um, and because the, the apparently the copyright claims... Um, they found the documentary makers were entitled to use the clips under the doctrine of fair dealing, which is akin to fair use in the United States. Right. Uh, Richard Harper, by the way, the, the makers are Richard Harper, Fernando, uh, Firo McGrath, uh, Mark Rickicott, and Richard Towns. Uh, they also had lost revenue and, uh, they awarded an extra 200,000 Canadian dollars in punitive damages, citing Wiseau's oppressive and outrageous conduct towards the documentary makers. And apparently he was, as you would imagine, he was acting all weird during mm-hmm. the trial and he everything. Was act- he's been acting weird since birth. He's just a weird guy, <laughs> yeah. period. Um, if you get a chance, watch The Disaster Artist. Watch The Room if you've never seen it. You, would you recommend watching The Room before you watch, watch it? Watch The Room first. Okay. We'll see the actual movie, mm-hmm. the Tommy Wiseau movie, and then watch The Disaster Artist. That's the perfect pairing. And The Disaster Artist is hilarious in its own right. All right, we're ready for the clips, and here we go. Uh, when a close friend is murdered, a blind woman goes the distance to solve the case on the CW's In the Dark. Here, star Perry Metfeld mm. discusses what she loves about the show behind the scenes. Here we go. Not only do we have multiple people in the cast who are blind, the majority of our background and extras are blind, too. So every day I'm around blind people and I get to talk to them and ask them questions. And I'm loving the representation of them in a way that's different than I think blind people are usually portrayed in the media. This is a very different representation which is, I think, much more accurate. I like big balls. <laughs> Season two of In the Dark continues at nine tomorrow on The CW. I've, I watched the first one, loved it. Uh, currently watching the second one. Okay. Uh, she, she's great. And it, it's compelling. She They they, uh, they present the drama well. I, there used to be a show, that I, I think I mentioned it the last time we talked about this uh, show, uh, Longstreet, about a blind detective, and I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, right. and... The- Go ahead. No, the the guy in this, uh, I, I don't know if he's in the second season. He was in the first season, but um, he got kind of got a lot of buzz. He came out. Um, I think he said he was, I think it, he suffers from bipolar maybe, huh. um, but he's like, so he's such a hot guy. And then he came out and talked about mental illness and like people loved him even more. All right, let's, let's check that out. do the next clip. A father of five with a terminal illness recruits a few friends to act as his children's new father figures in Council of Dads. And in this clip, star Michael Weaver, no, Michelle Weaver, sorry, explains how audiences will relate to the show. Here we go. I think that's what makes the show beautiful is that we've all experienced loss in whatever form it is. And we choose to overcome. We choose to get up in the morning and put a smile on our face. And so that's what you see this family do is despite what is happening around them, they choose to fight. A new episode of Council of Dads on NBC tomorrow. That's at 8 o'clock. And there you go. Your entertainment report submitted faithfully. By Preston Elliott yes. to you this morning. Delta House. All right, yeah, thank you for noticing. <laughs> All right, we have to take a break. We are going to come back in a moment. We got Fox Good Day. We have MMR's Rock Refund. And from Listen to Your Heart. Listen to Your Heart. Uh, Julia Ray, who's local, will be joining us. We got stuff to get to. We'll be back with it. All right. 
I just won $500 from WMMR, the Rock Refund. Coo-coo-ka-choo! Congratulations! Oh, thank you so much. Tune in weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 12 noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. to hear the hour's winning keyword. 500 bucks, huh? Yeah, you guys are the best. For those who enter via our mobile app or our website, there's a $10,000 grand prize. I can't believe this. Are you kidding me? MMR's Rock Refund. $500, seven times a day. Details, entry methods, and contest rules at WMMR.com. This is so awesome. Brought to you by A&T Chevy. Chevy's always cost less in Sellersville. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks, baby. We made an announcement yesterday that we will indeed be doing the uh, Preston and Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year Contest once again. We will start that on Monday. It's going to be slightly different because you know all the students are at home right now. Uh, but you can still vote for your favorite teacher, and yes. we'll make sure that uh, we have your opportunity. And the way that works is we randomly draw a school from a uh, you know a big uh, 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 it's a glass jar actually that we put all the names on sheets of paper and we pull out a school and then we have that school nominate uh, who was their favorite teacher of the year. And then we, they win the President Steve uh, Coolest Teacher coffee mug and usually another little tchotchke that goes along with it. This year we're going to do it a little bit differently. We're going to pick a big open field. We're going to run to the middle of the field, put the mug down, and then run back to our car, and then you can run across and yeah. grab it. Yeah. Is it whichever teacher gets to it first? I think or? that's it. Okay. Yeah. Right. We've got to make it a competition. No, yeah. that's cool because, uh, you know, different times and different measures. And um, it, it, there's, there's, had, there's a level of creativity that's happening amongst the teachers now that is unprecedented. Well, they're always creative, but coming up with ways to keep kids locked in, dialed yeah. in, and, and learning. Yeah. It's a nightmare. And, in fact, um, that's become more and more apparent to many parents, President. Uh, Jimmy Fallon did a teacher tribute song yesterday. It was Teacher Appreciation Day. Yeah, both he and uh, and uh, Campbell did something. Uh, Fallon did a nice little, you know, in a classic Fallon way, his tribute song. I haven't heard this yet, so let's check out a little bit of this. Teachers should make a billion dollars <laughs> and get more vacation time. They spend their days wrangling all our crazy kids. When they go out, they should get free bottomless wine. Teachers deserve a month-long spa day. And cucumbers on the rise. Because if you ask them why the spa is using veggies, they'll explain it's because of the enzymes. Teachers should have a prom for teachers So they can dress in fancy clothes The guidance counselor does the Tucson slide And the students have to chaperone Miss Weaver, Mr. Jones, no grinding Teachers should make a billion dollars And when it's time for arts and crafts they should get swarmed by paparazzi who demand selfies and autographs. Teachers shouldn't have to pay their taxes. They should get cheered around the clock. At the bank, they should throw money at them. And at Chipotle, they should always get free guac. Teachers should make a billion dollars. Yes, they should. Teachers should make a billion dollars. 
Teachers should make a billion dollars. Teachers should make a billion dollars. Twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, nice. nice. Yeah. Kimmel did. Uh, he asked parents to give their video messages about uh, their thanks to teachers. Okay. Parents yeah. at home, uh, we assume, having to conduct a lot of teaching themselves. All right, here we go. Dear teachers. Dear teachers. Thank you. Thanks for all you do. Every single day. We never fully appreciated you. We took you for granted. But having our kids at home has taught us beyond a shadow of a doubt that our children, our children, our sweet, beautiful children, are terrible, <laughs> stubborn, selfish, impossible monsters who suck our life force, <laughs> begging for snacks like zoo animals all day on TikTok. And YouTube. While I'm printing out 500 worksheets. Uploading videos to Google Classroom. And trying to figure out what the hell the water cycle is. <laughs> There's jelly on my laptop. Thank you, teachers. Thank you. How are you not all alcoholics? You deserve more money. Much more. How does the president make more than you do? We promise to never, ever, ever take you for granted again. Thank you for teaching our terrible toddlers and teenagers for seven magical hours every day. <laughs> Where are you? Shut up, Harper! Yeah. Shut up! <laughs> this message is brought to you by Trojan brand Ultra Thick ah, Condoms. Nice. Next time, double up. Ultra Thick. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. I've forever oh, said that I'm not God. the parent that, like, can't wait for summer to be over so the kids go back to school or, like, you know, I, I love yeah. Christmas vacation and, mm -hmm. and all of that. Like, Has that changed? Uh, listen, it hasn't <laughs> changed, but I'm like, I don't want to teach you. I'm not a teacher. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. want to do this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'd prefer you be stupid and pleasant. <laughs> yep, yep. Where's your iPad? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think there might be a new appreciation by some people yeah. uh, for teachers. Listen, when the time is right, I'll give you some of the specifics, but uh, not until uh, my son is done with uh, this current class yeah, he's yeah, taking yeah. right mm -hmm. now. But uh, th there's, a, there's a teacher that's just a, a total D-bag where he's going to college right now. They're they're d bags oh in, in every profession. I, it's a it's a it's a printed list of rules that I'll bring in once he's done with that class, and I will read it on air for you because it's it's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, but that's a that's college professor. That's right, not, right, right. That's not a uh, a teacher, but uh, you're paying for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not with your taxes. For these but stupid yeah. rules. <laughs> uh, but nonetheless, thank you, teachers, and uh, and yes, we are going to be doing the coolest teacher, and it starts on Monday. So. Yep. Listen up, uh, students. Still something for you to participate in as far as school goes and thanking your teacher. So uh, we'll get that started on Monday. Uh, this was an interesting thing that uh, popped up. Where did uh, it pop up? Uh, it's in the junk drawer. Yeah! <laughs> they just wanted to hear Casey in the sunshine. Band. That's exciting. A growing number of U.S. airlines are temporarily blocking off their middle seats in an attempt to create as much distance between passengers as possible. Now, they have explained also with this, President, if the plane were to go down, you're going to have to die. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're, they're going to seal you in. Uh, no, so I've got a list of airlines that are what they're going to be doing and what their policies are going to be. We looked at some uh, proposed pictures of some of the things the airlines were doing uh, like last week. Mm -hmm. 
think they seem workable, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, so we'll go in alphabetical order that I have here. Alaska Airlines, uh, they're currently blocking off middle seats on all large aircraft, though at least uh, through the at least the end of May, while anyone flying on the carrier's small aircraft will be blocked from purchasing aisle seating uh, through the same date. I uh, love they, aisle seats. They said, we may need to ask you to change a previously assigned seat to provide for additional distancing. So... Uh, they're keeping that, but the... Um, Are they finally going to open up the cockpit for you to sit in? They're blocking off the middle seat, so that's awesome, right? Listen, and, and oh, there, I, I sent you an article over today, I forget what what it's from, but an airline... Um, yeah, it's and, Delta. Yeah, they should... This Well, tell, tell what they're going to do, because I think this is something that should go well past the pandemic. Uh, okay, across all of uh, Delta's flight's middle seats uh, within the main cabin, Delta Comfort Plus and Delta Premium Seat Select sections are not being offered to passengers. Uh, it says, when booking your future seat selection via the uh, Fly Delta app or online, middle seats will be shown as unavailable. Uh, the current seating policy extends through June 30th. Now, I think you were talking about, Steve, paying more. You can pay to have that middle seat empty. Right. You can pay to block oh, it that was, out. Oh, that's Frontier Airlines. Right. I'm sorry. Okay. Which to me, holy hell, would um, that not be wonderful? So it's called a more room seat, uh, which starts at $39 extra, I assume. Yeah. Uh, which is, that's about the price of a bag to have it checked, you know? So, I mean, yeah, what the hell? Uh, so it comes with a blocked middle seat to ensure distancing. So that's called the more room seat feature. I would pay for that. I, and just, I, that should have been something they had all along Yeah, right. to block out that middle, yeah, yeah. middle row. That's, it's, it's always the problem. Do you know anybody who loves sitting in that center seat? No, but think about a, a packed flight when you're trying to get somewhere and you can't because the guy still wants more room. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always, so I, to me, the aisle gives me the ability to at least extend out a little bit to my side. If I'm up, I used to love windows, but if I'm up against the bulkhead, I'm jammed in. And if I have to take a whiz, then you have to negotiate and do that dance around the other two passengers. So it's annoying. The more room option would be available through August 31st, Kath. So uh, it's not going to be an all the time thing. Okay, not an all the nope. time thing, right. Though right. it should okay. be. Yeah. And listen, I love the window seat, and if I can book myself a window seat, I will book myself a window seat every single time. But what I can't stand is when, like, a couple, a husband and wife or a boyfriend and girlfriend, that will ask you to move so that they can sit next to each other. It's like, dude, you don't... He doesn't love you. You don't have to sit next to it. It's it's not a requirement. I, rem- I, I remember a reaction just flying recently <laughs> with my wife. We get on the plane and, and do you, would you like to sit together? That's no, fine. My, my, my yeah. wife and I go, no. Not, she's gonna she's gonna read. We her live book. together. I'm gonna watch a movie. Yeah. I'm like, oh, what? see, I don't mind that at all. It's, oh, really? Now, if yeah. it's kids, it's I understand. If it's kids, I it's, totally even get teenagers. It. Can I I'm sit like, next yeah. to your little kid? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't mind, especially if it moves me further up in the plane. Like, if it's a worse seat and I got to go back to that back of the plane, no. But if they're saying, hey, you can go to row six and I'll take your row twenty-two, I'm like, yeah, well, sure. Well, no. So you're saying though. If you and Dennis are are if if, if your if your seats are booked in separate parts of the plane, you don't give a rat's ass, do you? Do you have to sit right next to Dennis all the time? I mean, I would. You do, no, don't I guess you? not. You but do, I would. If somebody asked me, tell it I to would, my heart. <laughs> I would not mind. I, I would be all for it. But you wouldn't. Do, you wouldn't do the. I'm Kathy Romano, and when I fly, I can't bear to be away from my husband Dennis. My heart tells me to sit right next to him. 
and complain and complain and complain. <laughs> All right, so Kathy, you're you're saying you would you don't mind being the recipient of that, but you wouldn't necessarily get on a plane and if you and Bubba weren't sitting next to each other, you wouldn't go it ask somebody. Depends on how long the flight is. Mm. Yeah. I don't so she would care. As long as my yeah. wife ends up at the uh, same destination, would, you know, I, what are you going to do? Hey, we like to play patty cake a lot. And this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't care. She locks into her thing. We're, we're okay. I've got movies. Yeah. I got yeah, I got my whole porn selection set up, and I tilt the screen so everyone down the aisle can see it. You might meet somebody cool that you're sitting Absolutely. Next to. Absolutely. Listen, yeah. you might meet three in... rows up. Yeah, yeah. Can you give me a handy under the blanket? Uh-huh. Believe it or not, I'm not trying to meet anybody on that plane. No, uh-huh. I'm trying to meet my iPad. Yeah. All right, so American Airlines is blocking off 50% of its main cabin middle seats on its aircraft as well as any seat situated near the flight attendant's jump seats. What about uh, the, uh, the, the the sitting backwards, Preston? Are any, any of the no. airlines adopting that? Okay. No, no, that that was just a concept, Steve. Do you, you That would be such a pain in the ass for them to retrofit all their planes like that. I don't think it would be working, would worth it, it for them to do it. I would love it because no one would want to sit in it. Uh, the policy will remain in effect until at least May 31st. Uh, Delta Airlines, you already mentioned that. Frontier Airlines, yep, they're the the more room option. Uh, Hawaiian Airlines is manually assigning seats to increase personal space on board. Uh, So in doing so, the airline had also announced plans to prevent the booking of middle seats on their jets. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are passing on the middle seat. It's the middle seat. Question about when you... So a lot of times when people are hovering over you, putting their luggage in the overhead compartment... Mm -hmm. Are they going to refine that methodology by... No, I don't think so. I mean, it's just a prolonged I exposure. Think... It's the old uh, yeah. uh, the fight club thing. Now i got to decide whether to give you the ass yeah. or the front. Or, yeah. yeah. Or the, <laughs> or the, the C word. Um, the, the... I mean, it's you're going to have a third less people on the plane, too, right? So it wouldn't be... So tell it to your heart? Yeah. No, I'm, the, just the... Tr- I'm trying to figure out... What's since, that Kathy, since Kathy got back from Florida, Kathy and Marissa got back from Florida for spring training. I don't know anybody who's actually been on a plane. Like I'm, I'm trying to remember the last time I talked to somebody who flew anywhere and, and just like in casual conversation. You know, but- I I have and and uh, Nick, they uh, the report was is that the flight was packed. Really? really? Yeah. Yep. So there was supposed to be an uptick in uh, flights this week. I believe it was. Um, I don't know. I have for Cinco de Mayo. If there was or not, but um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I same Nick. I haven't spoken to anybody who who has. And you had to cancel for for Memorial Day, right, Kath? Yeah. So you know what? Actually, I'll tell you guys what I learned. So um, I yes, I was supposed to be going away for Memorial Day, and I had to cancel my flight. And uh, from the time I booked it until the time I canceled it, they changed the itinerary. Okay, so it was then leaving at nine thirty in the morning, which obviously was not something I would have been able to do. And there was a layover for like less than two hour flight. It was ridiculous. So we just kind of sat on it and we looked at it. We weren't quite sure exactly what was going to happen if we were going to be able to go. And as it started to look more and more like, you know, you're not getting on a flight, you're not going anywhere on vacation. Um, we went to book it. Well, what the airline had done was they switched it back from that uh, alternative uh itinerary they moved it back to what it originally was so because it was the original time that i had booked and when i canceled it i couldn't get a refund that uh that seems like a bizarre shell game right that's what i was pissed about because they had changed it and then they changed it back so if i would have canceled uh when when they had moved the time to 9 30 i would have been refunded but because they changed it back to the original time it was me canceling not them well oh. you you, you <laughs> 
<laughs> that's not the way you keep your client base right. happy by right. doing things like that. So when I when all of this started to get shut down, Preston, both you and I had planned you were going to go to your mom and I was going to go to my dad and this involved flights. I got screwed up out of my airline, my flight, which happened to be cheap to begin with. It was to Dallas. I got a good deal. But still, uh, my hotel room canceled immediately and I got the refund. That was fine. But I'm like, man, you you bastards. I mean, I, I understand it was right in this maelstrom of stuff, and no one knew exactly what was going on. But they're oh, telling on. us we, they're telling us we can't fly yet. They're not going to give us our money back. No, you can fly. Well, no, I, you're being recommended not to. You're to being fly recommended, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you still can. Uh, I don't know. They recommend that you listen to your heart, right? If you will, please. <laughs> Uh, I started a few years ago. I started buying the insurance uh, every time I buy a ticket. So uh, is that like even just for like a flight down to Florida, you can get insurance? Yeah, yeah, any flight, any flight at all. And, and if if you got to cancel, and if it's at the last reason. minute, it, it, it from what I understand, it covers you. So what, it's you extra what... money. But I've had I've had occasions where I almost had to cancel flights because something I didn't foresee coming happened, and. Uh, fortunately, didn't, and I've never had an issue. But I'm like, you know, it 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 got me to go ahead and look. I'll, I'll pay the extra what is seventy five dollars or whatever it happens uh, to be to possibly skip the fact that I might lose five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? Right. It's like gambling. So it's it's, it's it, exactly your inner what Devereaux it is. comes out. Yeah, 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 totally. I had I had to cancel basically two flights. I was supposed to go to London with my mother, which and, is in Europe. Well, that is in uh, is is it Europe yeah. next still or did they Brexit from Europe? Uh, whatever. It's in Europe. Um, so anyway, Steve, the point I'm trying to make here is... Yes, it is. Um, yes, it is. Okay. The point I'm trying to make here is I thought I was supposed to be able... I was supposed to get a full refund. Okay. I don't know if I read things wrong or not, but the, the refund has not showed up on my credit card Well, they yet. spell the word color differently, so maybe that's who you are. Right. And, and it might have been. No, it was, it was all written in American English, and uh, I could have sworn it said... It didn't say anything about um, a travel voucher or, you know, it said you sure. should you should see a refund. It said in 14, in 14 business days. Did you? And I, well, I, I also don't really have access to my credit card record. <laughs> but my wife has said that she has not seen the, the refund show up on my credit card statement yet. And it, it's been over a month now. It might be time to pursue it's it now. Two months, As yeah. they're starting to try to re-entice, as, as things start to relax a little bit. And they're going right. to try to re-entice people to start flying again. Right. Does anybody know to that point, um, Preston, as you're going through all this stuff, are, are air, is the airfare, is the standard airfare dramatically lower right now? Yes, I would is. assume it would have to be, yes? Yeah, so Steve, I booked a flight uh, out west uh, later this summer, and um, I was telling Kathy this yesterday, the day before, um, I looked at the flight and what we paid, and right now, uh, if I were to book that flight again, it was about a half, wow. uh, 40%. So I'm actually considering canceling that flight and then just rebooking it, because it would save so much money. Man, I'd French kiss a leopard to fly like that. <laughs> <laughs> so just, if, if you do have to cancel a flight, this is um, what I learned, is that uh, if there's a 60-minute or more uh change in your flight itinerary the, that you can cancel and then you'll get the refund but that uh you have i think i think it's 24 hours L look at at the policies but i think it's 24 you have 24 hours before your flight to cancel wait yeah. until the last minute because if the airline uh cancels the flight then obviously you'll you'll get refunded instead of just a credit for flying if you're not somebody who flies often and so wants that credit in essence preston it is you're gambling yeah you can play the odds yeah yeah, yeah. 
All right, so some some airlines are, are blocking the middle seat, and others just are, are uh, lessening the amount of people that are that are on board. So, isn't, isn't it funny though? If you stop and think about it, they've there's been a, an aggressive move to m- tighten up the seating to lower the distance between you and the seat in front of you. Oh yeah, they've been jamming yeah. people oh, in and yeah. packing them in. <laughs> yep, and yep, now yep, they're yep. going the complete opposite way. Totally, they've they've been absolutely trying to cram more seats into planes yeah. every year, and uh, I, now they're going the other way. I did Southwest. Was that it? Is that the super cheap? Yep. Yeah. So Southwest basically, as I One said before, is a flying septa bus. And that's, I mean, I the seats are uncomfortable. There's no, there's not even a pouch mm. in the back of the seat. No, you're you're probably talking about JetBlue. Je- no, no you did, I think you did Frontier Spirit. or Spirit. You did one of those. Two. Maybe it's Spirit. Uh, it, it, whatever, yeah, whatever's a flying bus. Whatever's yeah, a flying uncomfortable bus. <laughs> Southwest is actually pretty good. Okay, because they're, was not... they're a lot of fun, and and uh, they're you know you get to pick your own seat anyway. But, yeah, um, um, there was there was like it's like it's bare bones, nothing. Is this when you went to Universal? Yes. Yeah, I, I'm fairly certain you flew Spirit because I remember you saying that. Okay, maybe I did. Yeah. All right, so check with your airline as to what's going on now. It wouldn't be the junk drawer if we didn't get to another subject. So we're going to move I on. I want four more. Uh, we're not going to have time because we got to go on Fox Good All Day right. in just a little bit. Uh, Miami-based Norwegian Cruise Line warned investors Tuesday it might be forced to go out of business because of the pandemic. Wow. Uh, Norwegian is trying to raise money to get through the global health crisis, announcing that it's uh, arranged to borrow $400 million uh, from investment firm El Catterton. <sighs> Preston. Uh, $200 million each. We could own that. We could sucker. go in on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or we could bail them out. Yeah. Norwegian also announced plans to raise nearly $1.7 billion more. It's and, like a billion. <laughs> and said it's cutting significant costs, including furloughing and reducing the hours of some employees. So Thank you for coming today, Norwegian investors. They might, uh, they may not, may not survive. So. Uh, Norwegian had, <laughs> music starts instantly. Um, Norwegian had, in over the past couple of years with like legionnaires and stuff like that, which which cruise line has suffered the most bad press? Is it Norwegian? Oh, I don't know. Because there's, Carnival's had some stuff happen. Carnival, haven't they? yeah. Uh, you mean with like sickness? Yeah, yeah. the neurovirus yeah. usually is what right. they end up. They did the puking and crapping mm-hmm. thing, uh, and like loads of people will get it, and it spreads like wildfire. Now less puking and crap. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but they, okay. So there, there. I can see that. Uh, I mean, it's though. Yet we've heard reports that. Some cruises are getting booked up like crazy. Carnival Cruise Line announced Monday that it plans to start up some of its cruises uh, again in August with voyages that depart from uh, Miami and Cape Canaveral in Florida and Galveston, Texas to the Caribbean. Uh, They said it chose those ports because they're accessible by car for most guests. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, They named eight ships stopping in locations, including uh, the Bahamas and Cayman Islands, Jamaica and Mexico. Uh, Cruises were stopped because uh, many of them had coronavirus outbreaks. But Carnival didn't say what measures it would take to prevent a future outbreak. Well, I heard one of their plans, and I think it's kind of ingenious. They're going to actually uh, tie up all the lifeboats and pull it behind the ship. Oh, okay. And that's where you'll sit. And you'll sit in the lifeboat. Yes, yeah, okay. for, for maximum separation. So, all right, more cruises. They stopped doing cruises out of Philadelphia, right? They they, they um, resumed they? that for a little. I, I, I haven't seen anything. I don't think so. Okay, so I think the closest is either New York or Baltimore. You could do it out of the cruise terminal in South Philly, um, but I believe that they stopped that because it just wasn't um, making a lot of money for the cruise lines. So when they did do that, because from what I understand, that when tankers are coming across the Atlantic, 
and they want to come up to Delaware, they actually have to park basically outside the Delaware Bay, and then they have to wait for like basically uh, boat pilots to come down from Philadelphia to then they take over to pilot them in, and, and they pilot them. Yeah, in. So they no, have that's... to do the same thing with the um, with the uh, cruise ships as well. I, I believe so. Yeah. Wasn't there wasn't there something that we talked about? And I think this is the case. You're talking about regular ships, regular um, cargo ships, and things of that nature. Sometimes they open up passage on those. Yeah. Right? We talked about that. It's an an exceedingly cheap way. You're getting virtually none of the amenities, only basically, you know, yeah, yeah, a I bed and some food. I think they'll do that. I remember one time we took a uh, um, Viking cruise line. We were in um, Sweden and we were going to Finland, and it was just an overnight thing. Right. And there were some. They looked like airplane seats, just in this one room where if you didn't want a if you didn't want a cabin, and you were just you just wanted a ride, you could just get a seat. Right. And it was a hell of a lot cheaper than wow. having a room. So it's I know they did that on there, but Steve, I think I remember yeah seeing like on on some. Uh, you know, like tankers and things like that that they had available. They they let you take it a ride. They like, figure there's what? nothing to do, but you they know, have the space. Yeah. If they can make money off that space, and there's a couple extra cabins, yeah, why not? Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, uh, just some stuff in the junk drawer. Sorry, it was a short segment, but we have to stay on time because we're going to go live on uh, Fox Good Day in just a few minutes, and we also have an appointment with some cash for you. Ooh. MMR's Rock Refund is coming up 8 o'clock, your first chance. Let's take a break, and also we're going to have Julia Ray. She's a local gal who is on the show Listen to Your Heart, The Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart. Listen to Your Heart. Uh, so we'll get to her in a little while, too. Stay there. We'll be back in a moment. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. For about uh, 30 seconds or three minutes, I don't know. <laughs> 30 seconds away uh, from going live on Fox Good Day. I just saw three and then some other gang symbols. 30 minutes. Uh, 30 seconds. All right, so we're going to do that in a little bit. And don't forget, shortly thereafter, after we get to the B-File most likely, uh, your first shot at winning $500 MMR's Rock Refund. It's going to happen two times on the show alone and then... Uh, we have five more times throughout the course of the day. This wraps up on Monday, so don't miss out. There's the music. Going live on Fox. Let's Here. do it. Hey, Preston and Steve. Uh, we found this. Uh, it was a woman. She's a wife, and she says that she's noticed that her husband has not been showering because he doesn't have to go to work and will go days without showering because well, I'm going to be around the house. What's the big deal? Hmm. Yeah. That's gnarly. Yeah. Uh, Don't like it. Yeah. my Now, uh, a couple of my kids have been trying to pull that off, and we've had to bring the hammer down on that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I I find I have to shower. Even if I was at home every day. Every day. I would would have to shower. Have to. It's part of my ritual of being a human being. Are you you showering consistently? Because, you know, like in Europe... They don't shower every day in Europe, and I remember in high school there were some girls who were saying it's not natural to shower every day; it and, dries your skin out. And those people stink. Yeah, and that's the yeah. <laughs> honestly no. I, I, it's fifty percent obviously hygiene, but it also wakes you up. Yeah, it gets right. the day going. It's part of my ritual, oh, sure. you know. So that for me, I, I, I'm good for usually two showers a day. Yeah, yeah, I, I can. If, if I'm exercising, I will absolutely. I take two showers. You a day. have to. Yeah. I mean, just because the Europeans do it, yeah, it doesn't mean you have to do it. No. I may be in trouble then. Why? Because Uh-oh. during this pandemic, I have gone from 
I get up at four o'clock in the morning. Friday morning, I take a shower, and have gone till Monday morning without showering. Now <laughs> no. I didn't see anybody. So basically, you the next time, animal. See you. Yeah, yeah, I, animalistic. I no, no I, 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 that would not. Even when I've been deathly ill, I will take a shower. Mike, Animal? are you changing your underwear yes. at oh. least? Are you changing your underwear? What underwear? Oh, <laughs> no, rocking the commando, man. Would that be a waste to put on clean underwear? When I you're would dirty? think so. Like, no. Yeah. If you're gonna do it, do it all the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but you could shower with your underwear on. Kill mm-hmm. two birds, right? Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, that to me that that that's a loathsome concept. I I've never been. I don't even think even in college. So your 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 kids are not consistently. But shower- I'm alone. I, I, I yeah. always. But but do you do, does don't your, you feel better? After yeah. You shower? Oh, I feel much better after I shower. Well, so then there. Besides, I mean, my the my why I'm alone. The, my my detachable shower head is my lover. The so. gi- the giant conundrum about the kids and the not showering yeah. thing is that you know you you tell them you beg them please get in the shower and they resist and resist and eventually they get in the shower and then they stay in there for forty five minutes That's right. to an hour. <laughs> What's going on in there? Yeah, well, I mean you know if they were doing that they'd be taking showers four or five times. A right, day, right, probably. yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. Perhaps get re- it reacquaint yourself with that aspect of life. <laughs> You'll shower a lot more. Else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What have you all, we, we got about a minute for this. Right. What have you all learned about yourselves since the pandemic started and quarantining started? Mm. Mm. Anything Preston? in particular? Uh, that I, I like to go off and do things on my own in the house. I mean, I found that I I need to be I need to have something going on. I need to be working on something oh, all the time. I've discovered yeah. that my life in general prior to the pandemic was in quarantine. Mm-hmm. There's there hasn't been that much of a shift. Like now, I can look at that movie Papillon where he goes into solitary confinement yeah, and go, same. yeah, I could do that because there's no uh, there's not much difference between my regular working schedule and quarantine. What about you, Mike? Uh, I've noticed that I don't mind it. I hate to say it because everybody's freaking out. But I used to be out almost Mm -hmm. every night socially to promote the show and go to fundraisers and stuff like that. Right. Now, I haven't done that in two months, and I'm not missing it. Mm. Well, you know what? No one else is because now you're kind of stinking. So no one wants you out there. Right. We're glad. Very good point. (laughs) It's good for all of us. All right. Thanks, guys. All right, we'll see you later, guys. Thank you. Yeah, you got showering see you next, thing. Uh, Wednesday. Got to, got to shower. It wakes you up. It w- it makes me feel better. It starts the day off. All right, we got a moment before we have to reveal the word real quick. I'm going to do a shout out. Uh, this is sent to Kathy, sent to me, Mike from Superfit. Uh, my daughter Alexa listens to your podcast every day in Australia, uh-huh. and I think she qualifies as your farthest listener. Can you give her and her fiance Reese a shout out? Uh, she told us today she gets her news from you. Oh, my God. And I think she would get a real smile out of it. Uh, they were going to get married in San Diego in October, uh, but I've had to cancel and reschedule until next year because of the Australian travel ban and obviously our crisis here. Thanks. That is from Mike Burkowski. So a shout out, if you would, please. To a listener in Australia. You know, you think about Australia, they just came off those massive fires. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome pandemic. Mm -hmm. So uh, they said that they're maybe our furthest listeners. There's got to be a way on the Internet to figure out where our exact opposite uh, point on the earth is. On the earth is, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm sure there is. Probably. Try and figure that out. And? Uh, No, uh, because I was thinking at a certain point, you are then... 
Certifiably the furthest from us. Certifiably the furthest from us, and if you're not there, then you're coming back. You yeah. Know what I mean? Okay. I hear you, bro. So if a quick Google search says, Casey, that the uh, opposite side of the world to Philadelphia is Augusta in Western Australia. Okay. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. so if you just go right through the earth, through the core from Philly, that's where, you're, uh, where you will end up. Okay. Uh, word so up to our Augusta uh, listeners. If we have a listener in Augusta, Australia, please get in touch with us and you will officially be the farthest listener. Yeah. There you go. Cool. It's called out. the Antipode, uh, or I, I guess... And, Antipode or Antipode, anyway, A N T I P O D E. The spells Antipode, Antipode. Of Phil- spells, uh, yeah, the Antipode of Philadelphia is in uh, Australia. I All love right. that. Good to know. All right, uh, it's 801. We got to do this. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. All right, and the word is push. P U S H. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that, and there are three ways to do it. Uh, you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter on the MMR mobile app at WMMR.com. One random entry wins 500 bucks in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It's sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. Seven chances to win each day. This is the first one. So the word is push, P-U-S-H. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. I'm going to start with a bit of a ghost story. Uh, The ghost of a randy monkey haunts the halls of a grand English country estate where romantic ghost hunters flock to tie the knot. A horny monkey ghost? That's exactly it. Tourists can often hear the uh, specter laughing while pleasuring itself in uh, Applehampton Hall in Dorset. And the venue even has soul-searching couples clamoring to have their weddings held there in hope of having a pervy primate appear in the background uh, uh, of, their, uh, so good. of their pictures. Oh, can't. It's so great to have these large simian hands. Uh, the lovable apes afterlife antics have helped the hall to be named as one of the most haunted houses in England after being listed on the We Buy Any Homes list. Welcome to Monkey Jacketed Hall. Of the nine most ghostly properties. The 15th century house was originally built by the Martin family whose crest featured an excited monkey sitting on a tree stump. What? The estate's motto was, and I, I quote... He who looks at Martin's ape, Martin's ape will look at him. And ever since, the horny ghost of Martin's monkey has haunted the sprawling country pile, making it a go-to destination for curious phantom fanatics. So there was, in fact, at some point, a monkey on the premises. That is correct. I'll I'll reveal the story. One tourist, John Morrison, took his entire family to the estate, spoke excitedly about the spanking spook. He said, we heard that Martin monkey, who haunts the house, loves to scratch his privates while swinging around. We didn't see him, which is a shame because it would have been a real sight. Oh, my God, I'm going to (laughs) shoot. Apparently, he's not terrifying. Quite friendly is what we heard. Even though my nails are not manicured, I'm still excited beyond all imagination. Uh, According to the local legend, the unconventional Martin family did have a pet ape, which was free to wander the halls. And when one of the Martin daughters had an unhappy love affair and decided to kill herself, the compassionate monkey began following her around. When she climbed a set of hidden stairs to a secret room, the ape trailed behind and watched 
as she took her own life with the door bolted. And by the time the family searched of the house and grounds eventually located the room, so freaking the, hot. the ape had starved to death next to her body. That's how committed the ape was to her. And now, it well, it was locked in the room. Well, that too. Yeah, so uh, now it's... It's 50-50. It's ghost haunts the hall after scratching at the paneling of a secret room and staircase in an eternal frantic attempt to escape while pleasuring himself. Wow. Uh, but Talk the, about a legend. The monkey is not alone. The house is reputed to have six other ghosts, all human, by the way, but there's a spanking it monkey ghost. Do the humans jacket as well? Or they is didn't it? indicate okay. that. Uh, in Louisiana... Walker, Louisiana, police are searching for uh, a, wait a minute, there's, oh, they're searching for an aggressive chicken at a Louisiana bank. Walker told me I have AIDS. The Walker Police Department responded to the complaint about the brazen chicken on Friday, the agency said in a social media post. Witnesses told police the chicken had yes, been... Yes, some agent summons with the chicken files. <laughs> ...had been spotted... At the bank multiple times last week, approaching patrons at the ATM. Paranormal chickens are quite common. Uh, chasing customers and even attempting to climb into cars in the drive-thru. Uh, officials said officers responded to the bank within a few minutes. Chicken, call. if you're here, make a sound. Uh, but they, they, <laughs> That's a chicken part. Uh, but they found the pesky poultry had already escaped. The suspect no. remains on the loose. And police advised residents to avoid confronting the animal and instead call for help. You got the two stories confused. It was oh, I'm a real sorry. chicken. It wasn't a ghost chicken. It's a real chicken, not a ghost chicken. But, but we let Gene go. We sorry. let Gene go, yes. I got confused. Uh, according too to... Too many animal stories. Uh, troopers with the Utah Highway Patrol, listen to this. A five-year-old boy <laughs> was pulled over driving his parents' car on the freeway on Monday. How is that even possible? <sighs> Dude. Had to have been a really tall five-year-old. It's a big kid, because I saw a picture of him. Yep. A big kid. Kind of a... Got a chunky little kid. But even still. But but to, to do that, I mean, remember when you got your license? Remember when you were learning to drive? Mm-hmm. How unnerving the concept of going on a freeway was? Listen, I've seen five-year-olds drive power wheels, and they don't even know how to, like, steer that. Yeah. Uh, UHP said a trooper initiated a traffic stop on what he thought was an impaired driver. Turns out the young man, age, age five, uh, told troopers that he left home after an argument with his mom in which she told him that she would not buy him a Lamborghini. <laughs> he decided he'd take the car and go to California and buy one himself. This is in Utah. The kid wanted to drive to California. He's got pluck. I'm telling you. Little bastard. Trooper said that he might have been short on the purchase amount as he only had $3 in his wallet. Uh, trooper said the five-year-old somehow made his way up onto the freeway in his parents' car. There is video when the trooper pulled the boy over, believe it's it or not. It's my understanding that they actually took the kid in a Lamborghini ride. Did you see that? No, I didn't yeah, see that. Yeah, yeah, Wow. Um, okay, this idiot. And I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to paraphrase what this politician said. A New Hampshire state representative resigned over the weekend following a bizarre tweet apparently meant to cast out on the sexual assault allegations against former vice president and presumptive Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden. Richard Comey, a Manchester Democrat and Biden supporter, submitted his resignation letter early Saturday morning at the request of the House Speaker Steve Shurtleff, who said he was appalled by the lawmaker's comments. In a tweet, Comey said he believed Tara Reid, the uh, former state Senate staffer who recently came forward with her accusation of Biden, did something with his fingers, is yes. what she's indicating. Mm-hmm. This guy... What oh, was yeah. this oh. idiot thinking? I know this story. He said she was looking for attention and had made up the allegation based on the anatomy of a woman's body. 
Judging by, he said, and I'm going to paraphrase, judging by the position of the female organs, mm, yeah. it will not be easy for one for anyone to just put their finger, blah, 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 unless there is some cooperation from the female herself. That is why I believe Tara Reid's allegation is false. This guy tweeted this. How? how what you? were you? Oh, <laughs> you can believe what you want to believe. Yeah. You know? I, I have... I have anecdotal evidence. Well, no. I, no. It's wrong on every level. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the House Speaker asked for him to quit, and he did. Uh-huh. Okay. Immediately. What, what was, is this about what I, uh, stealing your sandwich out of the fridge? Uh, right. <laughs> no, about that finger-blasting comment. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so he did. Uh, and then he's he's backpedaling on this now, and he's apologized and asked for forgiveness from uh, survivors of sexual violence. Stay so. off Twitter. It was like uh, stay the, off Twitter. It was like the one guy, Steve, uh, the 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 I forgot I was in New York, maybe an, an anchor who said, "Well, you should lay back and just enjoy it." Tex oh, Antoine, no, yeah, Tex Antoine was an alcoholic weatherman, and uh, he was on uh, uh, Eyewitness News in, in uh, New York. And there, this not only was it a story about rape, <sighs> it was a young girl. Oh, Idiot! Oh God! Oh, and he said, "Well, oh. as the proverb goes, when rape is inevitable, oh, lay back and enjoy no. it." Okey oh dokey. my God! All right, sorry to end on a heavy one there, but uh, yeah. Uh, we need to remind you that there's a word that can net you $500, and uh, the word is PUSH, P-U-S-H. So send that over now. You have until 15 minutes after the hour, so you got some time left. Uh, and you can text it to 45911, or you can enter in the MMR mobile app or WMMR.com. Remember, the word is PUSH, P-U-S-H. We are going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget Julie Ray from Listen to Your Heart. Listen to Your the Heart. The Bachelor will be joining us at 9 o'clock and more. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Steven Singer is giving a portion of all Gold Roses sold to support local restaurants by catering meals for essential health care workers. I hate Stevensinger.com. If you're looking to celebrate someone, simply say I love you or honor mom. Steven Singer has safe and free shipping in time for Mother's Day. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, so this is very interesting. Uh, in some places, Wendy's is not selling hamburgers. They've taken them off the menu. Because of the shortage? Because of a beef shortage, potential beef shortage. Actually, yeah, uh, grocery stores, Costco, Kroger, they've announced limited stocks of beef. Um, and it's because, you know, there's been some, um, like meat packing plants and some and, flare ups, uh, yeah, where they've had, they, yeah they've had to shut way down. Well, two of the main <clears throat> meat packing plants um, had they had yeah like I, I don't want to give the the wrong number, but it was something like fifty or sixty percent. Um, they were down to as far as the workforce goes. A lot of their workers were out with coronavirus. So beef shortages were reported at Wendy's and locations in California, South Carolina, and Kentucky on Monday. Um, uh, it, but, however, Chicago, in a Chicago Wendy's, the Baconator bacon cheeseburger was still available to yeah. order, so you can it, still get that. It's regional. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. and they've they've uh, they've mandated that the plants need to stay open, and they're, they're apparently working with uh, the systems. I have to say, Wendy's... Well, what do you order? I order I was, the salads. I was going to say, what do you, what do you get? Oh. You pull up to Wendy's, there's no burger. What are you going to order? I'll tell you what I get. Yeah. I get the chili. Do you really? The chili. Yeah. I, like the I chili. never, I virtually never. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the last time I got a Wendy's burger. I will get, you're right, the, the, the chicken garden salad. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there, by the way, the breadsticks are awesome. 
But the uh, um, and the chili. They have baked potatoes, too, I believe. Yeah, At least they, they used to. Yeah, they we do. used to get those. I don't know yeah. if they do and anymore, but when I was younger, we used to always get the baked potatoes there. And the ice cream dessert. Yeah. I would get yeah, the, the I would get the uh, the, the baked potato and pour the chili on that. That sounds Ooh. good, too. You savage. I I, listen, I rarely get the burger at, at uh, Wendy's. I usually oh. get the spicy chicken sandwich yes. when I go. Yeah. It, okay, so. That's a kick-ass chicken sandwich, too. Oh, uh-huh. my God. We're, we're going to open up the floor. Happy days are here. We're going to open up the floor to this. What item... On the menu of a restaurant, a fast food restaurant, that is its main, its main thing. Wendy's is burgers. That's it. That's the bread and butter. Yeah. Their bread and butter is burgers. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> uh, what do you order? What would you order that is not the main thing? What at, at Arby's besides roast beef? What what is your go to? Oh. McDonald's besides burgers? What is your go to? I can hit every one of them. Yeah. Chick fil A besides the chicken. What do you go to? Do they even sell anything? Besides That's a chicken? good question. <laughs> I don't know. Let's find out. Two one five two six three WMMR. Chick might be a little refined. Arby's, you mentioned. Yes. Arby's deli sandwiches. Yeah. Far. I mean, listen. Carter I, had a Reuben the other day. I love the roast yeah. beef, but their mm-hmm. deli sandwiches are great. Yep, Kath. So if I ever get fast food, I will. I I never order the burger. Even like you said, I didn't really didn't even know Wendy's was known for their burger. I mean, now that you say that, okay, I know the commercials. Yeah, it's and called stuff like old that. fashioned burgers, and where's the beef and all that stuff? <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, uh, but I've never had. I don't think I could probably say I've never had a burger from uh, Wendy's or McDonald's or Burger King. Like what? Always, You've never had a burger from McDonald's? Uh-uh. No. What's wrong with you? The no, burgers when I was, actually better these days. When I was in high school, I used to there. get like a this like weirdo veggie <laughs> burger, which really wasn't a burger. It was just vegetables <sighs> on a bun. I've got to sit down. I, know, <laughs> I don't. I, my mind, my head is spinning. I've got to sit so down. I, I do like meat, but uh, I would more so prefer chicken in Isolate any that, situation. So I think that that's like what it stems from. I always would get as a kid like chicken nuggets or the chicken sandwich. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't Dare know I that say, I've ever had a McDonald's burger. That's un-American. Yeah. That's un-American. Mm-hmm. She's a communist puppet. Yeah. Uh, um, I could tell you who has the best chicken nuggets, but... <laughs> who has the it. best chicken nuggets? Well, Chick-fil-A, but other than Chick-fil-A, I would say, at least from what I remember as a kid, I don't know what it currently is because I don't really go that often, but Wendy's. Okay. Okay. Kathy, I worked at uh, McDonald's for four years during the entire time that I worked there. Never had one burger. Didn't have a Big Mac, quarter pounder with cheese the entire time. I always defaulted to the chicken sandwiches or the nuggets. Steve, the chicken salad that they used to sell at McDonald's was really good. And uh, just getting back to Wendy's real quick, uh, one thing that they should bring back, the Super Bar. The, I loved the Super Bar that they had at, at, you could at, get at Wendy's. You could get pasta. You could get the – they would take well, the buns and make now. garlic bread out of it. See, my issue, the Wend- Wendy's burgers are good, but they're a billion calories. I mean, they, they, they're – they're, they're good. They're yeah. good. They're, they're just fu- – I mean that's the deal. Yeah. So, but the uh, uh, I'll tell you one that's if you want to talk about a place I don't even know if they exist anymore, but a place that was known specifically for one thing I ate the secondary menu item all the time, Arthur Treacher's fish and chips. Okay, had the most rocking chicken, oh. fried chicken. You know, it what? was like, like big. It was basically the same way they would prepare the fish, yeah, battered, yeah, fried. They do to the chicken. I would do similar at Long John Silver's. Yes. Now I did like their fish an awful lot, but yeah. it wasn't it, that that was my go-to. But if I wasn't going to get that, their their chicken was great because I Killer. loved the batter and the batter. Fantastic. And then they had the big sort of um, the I guess the British fries or version of fries with the I don't know what they dip their fries in, but whatever it was, it was really good. Dude, at Long John Silver's, this is how disgusting. Uh, <laughs> 
we were. Your, we, our diets? We would just get a, a boat, the little boat that the fish would come in, uh-huh. full of just the fried batter leftover crunchies. We would oh say, can we get God. this full of crunchies? So good. And you just, I, it's it's fried batter. Yeah, yeah but that's what grease. you do. Like when I went to fish and chips places and when we were in London, that was that's a menu item. And that's, okay. that's something that people all right. do all the time it's there. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, so ahead. good for you. I'm trying to think. I, I was going to go somewhere. I can't remember. What about KFC? I mean, what do you order, what do you have besides chicken now? Honestly, well, the that, potato wedges. KFC, which I honestly, uh, you know, it's my Super Bowl. Yeah. When I, KFC is my thing. Well, that's that's just a, that's a secondary item. Like there's something else besides. That's I went it. into KFC. There's and nothing I asked, else. There's nothing I asked else. If they had anything on the menu that wasn't fried, and they reminded me that the name of the restaurant was Kentucky Fried Chicken, <laughs> and I was like, Oh yeah, there is have- nothing, Nick, at KFC approximating a salad. Of, there is nothing. No. Nothing other than pickles. I mean, I appreciate gr- your your desire for lower calories, Steve, and they're, and they're, but like any of these places that you go to, that's not why you're going no, to those no. places. No, and they know that, and, you're, the, and he, he was right to chide you yeah. like, and take you out and point to the fried and the Kentucky Fried Chicken. Actually, at KSC, when I was in high school, they had a, uh, a chocolate parfait, <laughs> and that I would get all the time and not get any, any sort of chicken or fried items. I would just go there for the parfait. Marissa? I've learned all the secret items at all of these restaurants, and one of my favorites I've gotten recently is I went to Boston Market just to get mac and cheese. Okay. You like, their, right. you like their mac and their cheese? Their mac and cheese is really good. It's and like then, little kid mac and cheese. Yeah, they're, it's they're, like really cheesy. and it's like super duper orange colored. Yep. Yellow, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're obviously, their rotisserie chicken is excellent, but they have uh, baked chicken cutlets. Yeah, and their meatloaf is and good. And you've too. got and meatloaf, meatloaf, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I, and I'll get just like a, a veggie plate, too. It's just cream spinach. Mac and cheese, and then like maybe like something sweet that they okay. do. Back when just there, at a college. Oh, sorry. No, back when there were, used to be uh, sit-in um, pizza huts, we would d- go there just to get the breadsticks and not even get pizza. Those are good. Yeah, they are. Kath, uh, just out of college when I was working at NBC Ten, uh, a friend and I we would drive down City Avenue and we would go to Kentucky Fried Chicken for the potato wedges that Casey mentioned before. But I will say, I've never had chicken from KFC. But you've had the potato wedges. They're good, aren't they? I've had the potato wedges. We, that's what we would drive down All I have for. to say to you is, dust for done, you comrade. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't get, ne, never had a burger from McDonald's, never had chicken from Kentucky Fried Chicken. But you've eaten other things at these restaurants. These are Give what our best these to are, Yeah, these are what they're known for. These are exactly, and that's, but that's the, the point know. of this conversation. What All right. Would you order that is not the main fare, and not necessarily a side dish? I can get going to McDonald's and just getting fries. But they're known for burgers, and you've never had a hamburger there. You always get the chicken. Interesting. I have a classic one. Okay. Uh, Jack's, Jack in the Box. Yeah. Had, maybe they still have the most kick-ass tacos. Yes. They were awesome. They had, it was called the Super Taco. And I used to get it all the time. And it was weird because it was like all mushed together. Yeah. Technically, it wouldn't be considered a great taco. But I loved them. I don't know what it was. It was just it. And and you looked forward to it, yes. and nothing could stop you. It's like Harold and Kumar level commitment to getting those tacos, and that's a burger joint, yeah. exactly. So uh, they did. They would sell chicken sandwiches at uh, at speaking of Harold and Kumar at White it, Castle, yeah. but I never no, had them. Never. No. I was what's there for the, some uh, serious burger action. What's the off menu item at a Taco Bell? I don't know. I was trying to think oh, of that, Nick. It was. It was. There was something called the Bell Beefy. Is it which, a burger? 
No, it was almost it was almost like uh, a shart on a roll. Uh, and, <laughs> it was actually on a roll. It was on it was on like a like a, yeah like a roll. Like okay, a then that roll. would be way off. Okay. So that and I don't know. I love I love Taco Bell, uh, but uh, that that side I don't even know if it's still on the menu. But it was my first introduction to Taco Bell, and I remember I hated Taco Bell for years. That's not a good introduction. Like, exactly. Yeah. I don't know why that was recommended to me, oh. and then I got reintroduced to it. And I'm like, oh my god, Nick. This now is I have awesome. had tacos from Taco Bell. I there you go. Okay. Yes, because you are an American. Right. Um, Nick, Mexican American. <laughs> to answer your question, Nick, uh, they they do have sides that would like. So they now have the fries. Taco Bell has oh. French fries, which you know I don't know like, what the point of that is, but are they good? Um, they're, they're serviceable. They're, they're, you know, you dip them in the, in the, in the, in the cheese of all of the French fries in all fast foods is probably the, the worst, but, uh, you know, it's like they say, like even bad pizza is okay. Right. Right. Um, what's the side, what's the side item there that you would get? Well, so what I was going to say is, is they have, uh, I would say like dessert items that are actually really, really good. So the, the cinnamon twists. Are oh, really I good. Just, the I caramel apple too. empanada is really good. Is there something besides a taco that's a main menu item that you get that supersedes? Yeah, because the t- there's tacos and burritos and and things like that. Gordita, but, gordita crunches. Like in yeah, other words, but that's all, if they had all, lobster, right. that would be an anomaly. Yeah, so oh, you got to have Taco Bell lobster. That all falls into the line, so right. it's hard to say. Marissa, you have uh, something to point out? Just one more. Has anybody ever had the pasta from Pizza Hut? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> They I've like, had a pizza at Pasta Hut, though. <laughs> no, P- P- Pizza Hut introduced a few years ago, like, uh, these rigatoni or, like, baked ziti type things, but they always have, like, chicken and stuff on I remember them. that. Yep. I never did have it. I'm mm-hmm. curious. I don't know. Yep. Uh, let me go to some calls. <laughs> Something that is not the main item. I will go to Will. Hi, Will. Good morning. Will, are you... Oh, wait. No. Let's try that again. Now we can hear you, Will. How you doing, man? Good. You guys rock. Thanks, oh! man. I appreciate it. All right. What uh, what restaurant? So uh, at Arby's, the if they don't have the beef and cheddar, which is always my go-to, mm-hmm. um, uh, I will get the market fresh sandwiches because they're really they're really good, especially their turkey club. Oh yeah, uh, their chicken salad. Like they're they are like when they first came out, you know, and they were talking about how like they used to have like how fresh they were and all that. I said, sure, I have to try it. Um, because I don't normally eat fast food, but when I do it, it is Arby's. So I tried it, and they are really good. They, they were never, you know, for what you paid for, they were always a really good uh, sandwich. So we yeah. were, we were working at, uh, well, we were working at Y100, Preston, you remember, and there was an Arby's up the street. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they first came out with that stuff, and yeah. we went, and that became a go-to all the time when we went for lunch. Yeah, those are, they, that's, that, that's a good follow absolutely good follow-up. All right, uh, let me go to, all right, so speaking of Wendy's, Wendy's is not... In some locations, not selling burgers because of a uh, beef shortage. Uh, so what, what do you get? I mean, that's, yeah. that's what they're known for. I'm going to go to uh, Jen. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good you morning. Good you morning, Good you Jen. Morning. What's up? Hey, so I actually, I do not like Wendy's burgers. I don't know what it is. Kathy, I am an American, and I prefer the McDonald's burgers. <laughs> but um, I really like, they have like a spicy chicken Asiago sandwich. Ooh. We can get it grilled, regular, or spicy, and I like I like the spicy chicken. So okay. that's I, my usual go-to. And I also you, you can't go to Wendy's without getting a frosty. Yeah, the frosty, the by frosty. the way, and I've said this many times, time and it's it's my personal journey, my life journey. Uh, when they used to market it as an option to a milkshake. And I remember having a full-blown cerebral hemorrhage trying to suck that through a straw until I realized, no, no, no. 
This is a dessert, and it's a hell of a dessert. Wendy's was the first place I remember that ever offered a grilled chicken option. Uh, because before that, all were, you know, fried battered chicken breast of mm-hmm. some yeah. type. But, uh, but they, yeah, they were the first to come out. It had honey mustard on it, yeah. lemon tomato. I loved it. Good stuff. Uh, so that's still uh, a follow-up. Nick? Preston, um, you mentioned you know the beef shortage at Wendy's. Will that affect their ability to serve the chili as well? I don't know. I, uh, I It might have meat in it. Yeah. I'm, um, in fact, yeah. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, It's you're a right. meat-based chili. I mean, they may yeah. sell a veggie version of it, but um, and I love their chili too, but I don't know if this burger shortage or beef chili? shortage. Uh, yeah, no, you're right, Case. Maybe it is a turkey chili. I don't know. Uh, all right, so what is a place that's known for something, but you order something else? I'm going to go to Pat. Hey, Pat, good morning. Good morning, Gazooks. Gazooks, what's up, bud? Uh, first time call here. Uh, actually, if you guys go to Dairy Queen, uh, their burgers and chicken strips and chicken sandwiches are amazing. Okay. Dairy Queen? Dairy Queen? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They used to. There are some of them that that serve hot food, and uh, they used to be called a Dairy Queen Brazier back in the day. Like Brazier. John Brazier, yeah, exactly. And those had a grill, and, huh. and there was one from my high school that was down the street, and we we were allowed to leave for lunch, and so we would go down to Dairy Queen and get burgers for a while. Um, I'll have to and check that out. For a while, Thanks, Rita's was selling Nathan's hot dogs. Uh, yes, yes, I remember that. And uh, obviously, we know Nathan's. They're great. So it's yeah. not like it was their their own thing, but it was something that they saw. A lot of people don't know and, that. And Brewster's, too, them. right, Steve? Weren't, weren't Brewster's and Nathan's right next to each other first? That was it. it. That was yeah. another one. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, man. I, was, I, I had a good one. I can't remember. What, what about, like, Roy Rogers? I never really cared for their... Cause they their were Clams known. Casino. Oh, my <laughs> God. Were they more known for their roast beef sandwiches or their burgers? The roast beef, but I love their burgers. Okay. The roast beef was... I, of the I two, like the of the beef. Roy Rogers and Arby's... I prefer the Arby's roast beef. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever gone to Roy Rogers. Are they really? still around? I don't What's know, it I like think... in St. Petersburg? Well, no, <laughs> I think maybe maybe I didn't have one near me growing up. I don't know. The most most of yeah. the Roy Rogers or what what was the one that converted to uh, Hardee's, like they were the. Yeah. I think it's the same parent company. There right, was, there was some Roy Rogers along the Turnpike for oh, a stretch, and, and I dug Hardee's. Yeah. Here is what I was going to ask. Let's take the uh, the cheesesteak joints, uh, the ones that are absolutely positively known for, yeah. and that's what you get. Talking Pat's, Gino's, yeah. Jim's, whatever you want, Tony Luke's, whatever it is. Do, do you go there and order something else? Does does Pat's even offer anything? And chicken well, cheesesteaks don't count. Okay. Well, just, chicken cheesesteaks don't that, count. That's what I was going to go to because yeah. that's my yeah. go-to. <laughs> I, I mean, listen, I go to, I prefer Pat's over Gino's, not because of the steaks, but because I, I think Pat's fries are better. So I Pat's think, cheated! <laughs> I think Pat's and Gino's steaks are very, very comparable and, and, and very similar, but I just think that Pat's fries are superior. That's why I go to Pat's over Gino's. Okay. Uh, let me go to Dave. Hey, Dave, good morning. Hey, good morning, Puds. Hey, what's <laughs> up, Puds? <laughs> and a special good morning to Mrs. Stalin. Uh, uh, Mrs. Stalin. Stalin. <laughs> Go Mrs. ahead. Mrs. Stalin. Hi, Dave. Not so much a restaurant, but Royal Farms, which is like a, a Wawa or a Sheets. Yeah. They'll have this fried chicken that is out of this world. Yeah, but that's what they're known for. I mean, that, they that's, are. that's kind of their calling card. In fact, and the, the the one by me, Harleysville, uh, the Lansdale exit off the Northeast Extension, has, yeah. yeah, it's got a giant rooster out in front of it. They're known so much for their chicken. Don't they have burgers as well? They got a lot of and stuff, don't they, Dave? Do they have burgers, Dave? They, do. they have a lot of stuff. Yeah, they have everything. I, like they have all kinds of sandwiches and everything. I think and their burgers are... 
Go ahead. Double R burger. The double yeah. R burger with the ham on top of it. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Ham on your burger. Right. Okay. All right. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. I went into a Royal Farms once and I ordered. They did have like um, different varieties of chicken bites. Uh, like buffalo and uh, blue cheese, and I mean not sauces. I mean they were made in made in. I love yeah. buffalo chicken, um, and that's the only time mm. I went there. But they did have a bunch of different. Could options. you do me a favor and go to Ryan? I've never heard of this, Preston. Yes, on line four. Yeah. All right, let me go to him. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good. What's up, bud? Um. Yeah. I mean, they've had this forever. You know, since they've been open. Nothing new because of the trends and stuff. But uh, Chick Fil A has a. A vegetarian wrap. A veggie wrap at Chick-fil-A? I've never seen that. Yeah, and it's actually, it's got corn in it. It's actually very good. It's very southern. It's like a, maybe we like got corn. Like poop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is it worth, it's worth the damn. It really is. It's okay? Yeah, it's, it's, it honestly is. It's very okay. It's, it's the only bad part about it. It's, it's a little chilled, you know. They keep it in the fridge, so mm. the corn is a little chilled, you know. It tastes like. I hate chilled corn on my veggie wrap. Right. Uh, well, His endorsement was, it's it's very okay. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. It's very okay. Hi, I'm Ronald Reagan. Uh, here it's is, very okay. We've got Pat's menu up here, Pat's Steaks. And, yeah, they have hot dogs. Uh, they've got a fish cake. Could you imagine going to Pat's and standing in line yeah. with everybody else and getting up to the window and yeah. then ordering a hot dog? Well, the fear you have of not ordering correctly and then you order something so off the yeah, beaten path. Yeah, a hot dog. Yeah, get this douchebag a crab <laughs> cake. Um, you get nervous. You don't know what up, to say. I'll just have a hot dog. <laughs> of something that I don't know if it exists. We've talked about it many times. And I, I, I said, you know, the, the Ronald Reagan, you know, Yumbo connection. But the Yumbo at Burger King used to be a sensational sandwich. Yeah. And um, was that? I, I don't even know what that. that that was Canadian ham. Right? Yeah. Okay. Well, it was all. It was you could get it any time. Okay. But it was Canadian ham and egg, and and it was uh, it was really well done. I think it was on a croissant. Uh, hang on here. Carrie wants to comment on the the hot dogs at Pat's. Hi, Carrie. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Good. What's up, bitches? Yay, bitch. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so yeah, no, my girlfriend. Um, it it took me a long time till she would even eat a chicken cheesesteak, um, but she doesn't eat beef. And we went to Pat's one time and. She was like, yeah, I want to get a hot dog. And I was like, she doesn't yeah, eat beef, gonna... but she eats hot dogs? <laughs> yeah. It's strange. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, I was like, you have to order it. I can't, I can't bring myself to order a hot dog at Pets. Yeah. And how was it? She loves it. She okay. craves it. Like, occasionally we'll have to go down just so she can get a hot dog there. Wow. Yeah. Right. That's Thanks, interesting. Gary. My friend used to, uh, they, with that uh, hot dog stand that I uh, used to go to all the time uh, last time, my friend used to get the um, meatball sandwiches there. And I'm like, why? They got would... the best hot dogs in the world here. Right? What do you have? You go to a hot dog joint and get a meatball sandwich? I don't know. Don't You're know. out of your mind. Yeah. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> let me go to Let me go to Paul. Hi, Paul. Good morning. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right. So we're talking about Wendy's is uh, in some locations there. Not serving hamburgers because of a beef shortage. So, what do you order, and what what place do you go to that is known, absolutely known for one thing, and you order something else? What is it? Yeah, so I'll go down to Tony Luke's, even in the stadium when I go to a Phillies game, and I'm not ordering a cheesesteak. I always wait for the roast pork with provolone and broccoli rabe. Okay, that's a, better that's a standard it's a, it's sandwich. A that's what yeah. they're known. That's part of their thing. People love that sandwich. Yeah, I've yeah, never right. had it. Yeah. Uh, thanks, yeah, Paul. Fantastic. Real quick, can I? May I? Yes. So I emailed Casey Boy yesterday. I just wanted to say thanks for the email back. 
I sent him a teacher appreciation video I made with some chalk art with a Yoda. Dude, that was uh, amazing, man. (laughs) Chalk art, like, and it's like photo quality baby Yoda picture. Yeah, okay. I got to see that. Yeah, Yeah, I'll show it to you. Who did that, Paul? Who, who, I'm sorry? He yeah, did it. Who created that? Who created the, the chalk art? The that freaking painting thing, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was me. I, I, I did the chalk art. For oh, I did not know that. Excellent. Yeah, Kudos. This is, this is also Cement Man from uh, March Sadness, by the way. <laughs> that must be painful when you time. move. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first time I got on the radio. I'm Cement Man. Oh. He was uh, one, of, one of our hoop and shooters. Oh, that's yeah. right, dude. Yeah. That's right. You were right. great on that, by the well, way. You're, a, you're a, a fabulous artist. Not yeah. as, as great at basketball, yeah, but that's something to fall back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks Paul. I got, I got to see this uh, picture you sent. YouTube, Thank buddy. you, man. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it. it's actually a YouTube video. I'll share it with you. But I went to Tony Luke's one time when I was a vegetarian in my 20s, and I got a um, mushroom and cheese sandwich on a long roll. Okay. And, you know, that, Marissa's smiling. Yeah. <laughs> You've done the that same wasn't. thing? It was delicious. <laughs> it was delicious. It was delicious. Thank you, Fury. I'm this many years old. Uh, uh, where where was that? That was at Tony Luke's. At Tony Luke's, and you got mushroom and cheese. Mushroom and cheese. This is in your vegetarian days. Yeah, so it was okay. probably my early twenties. Okay. Uh, let me see. All right, the, Katie's been on hold for a long time. I don't know if this qualifies or not, but we'll go ahead. Hi, Katie. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hey, Katie. What's up? All right, so I originally told Marissa the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell with grilled chicken. Yes. But, but I my definite go-to during the season is chicken tortilla soup at Chick-fil-A. Oh, what? I've had it. I've never I, I yeah. didn't even know they had it. Yeah, it's good. Chicken tortilla soup at Chick-fil-A. It's, it's slightly spicy, but it's good, yeah. Mhm. Yeah, huh. um, and uh, I, I don't know why I ordered it. I, I wanted something different. I guess maybe we'd been to Chick-fil-A a few times. I'm like, I want to try something different on the menu, and I ordered that. It was good. Mm-hmm. Do you All know right. what I Thanks, have Katie? an affinity for now and then if you're on a, uh, the highway rest stops? If it's sort of the generic burger in in the Reynolds wrap that has been cooked in... Oh, it's like been boiled or boiled. whatever. Yeah, <laughs> and it's clear, it's cereal held together by little bits of meat. For some reason, and I, it must be because you're usually taking a long road trip. Yeah, listen, it's there, such a spot hitter. There are times, and and I like I like well prepared food. Yeah, I, 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 and and it's great. But every now and then. Just like a like a Mickey D's cheese cheeseburger is so exactly good. what I need. Yeah, and I'll get two of them. They're small. You can you know you can just and then you go what? inhale them and and uh, now if you have them too often, then you're like this is garbage. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that about any food. <laughs> if you eat it, if you eat it too much, you're like I'm, I need something else. You know, but. Yeah, I know what you're saying. There was a stretch where they served soup at McDonald's. Do you guys remember that? I no. do remember that, yeah. And and uh, I think it was just Campbell's Soup, to be honest. And I think that, you know, they had a, like a co-branding thing. But I don't think they do that anymore. I uh, haven't seen it advertised for a while. Nick, I know this is a secondary item, but I know a lot of people who would, would go just to McDonald's only for their Sundays. For their, They're for their, good. Their ice cream, yeah. They're good, yeah. The hot fudge Sundae with yeah. nuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let me go to... He's a company man. Let me go to Casey. Hi, Casey. Good morning. Is Hi. this Casey? Tracy? Tracy. Oh, Tracy. All right, you're on the air, Tracy. Go ahead. Hi, I was just calling about Friendlies. Yeah. So I go to Friendlies and I'll get the takeout just for their hot dogs. Just for the hot dogs. I love Friendlies. I love um, Friendlies does that thing that we talked about. They they toast. Um, they, they didn't use, uh, for their burgers, buns. They use like uh, thick 
slices of regular bread right. that they would toast and then butter the inside of yeah. the bread, and that butter. just made the burger taste that much better. That's what, they, that's what they do with the hot dog, too. Yeah. The hot it's dog a, roll is the bread in half toasted with butter. Sounds, sounds good. good. And by okay. the way, I think more places need to use that New England-style bun uh, for hot dogs. You guys know what I'm talking with about? With the thick accent. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, you're talking. It looks. It kind of looks like a um, almost like a folded up piece of bread, basically. Yeah, but it's. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, those are good. Press, um, is there anything regionally that we don't have here that you have that is fast food that just never made its way past the uh, uh, Mississippi? Yeah, toasted ravioli. That's oh. a. That's a. Oh, I, I meant like an actual restaurant, not not an not an item. Toasted oh, ravioli, oh, an item. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean uh, Jack in the Box, uh, Hardee's. Those were those are regulars where I lived. And- Did you have Carols? No, didn't have okay. Carl's. Uh, Carl's Jr. Line, Carl's we Jr. didn't have Carl's Jr. No, uh, Lions Choice roast beef. Because um, now we have a Freddy's, and that was a Midwest chain, and you have one near you. Yeah, it's not really? bad. That, I'd never had that before. I was yeah. not familiar with it. What's that, Kath? Where's Freddy's? There is. Uh, Casey knows a couple in Delaware County. There's one oh. by me in Hatfield, uh, right by Lowe's. Sorry, uh, Kathy, by- there aren't any in Russia. <laughs> 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 Hey, can you make us toasted ravioli? That sounds so good. Uh, yeah, you know what? I could, uh, I, I could actually order some from uh, Emos and have I've it had it shipped out. Yeah, it's it's breaded, it's meat filled ravioli, Kathy. Oh. It's good. It's breaded and then it's fried and then you dip mm-hmm. it in marinara and it's like an appetizer. So okay. you don't you don't eat it with a fork. Eat it with your hands and you, right. and okay, you just it. you know it's that type of thing. It sounds so. a lot like a like a Mata baby. What's it? no? I'm not going <laughs> to say it. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. You ever had a bowl sex or yummy? Yeah. What? He is dying right now. I can. I love being able to see him from home. He's dying. How long Killed ago did himself. you start thinking about throwing that out there? Uh, I heard it. <laughs> it was yesterday. What, what was it on? I heard it at dinner on Sunday, and I was dying laughing. I was oh, like, it's I, America's Funny Home Videos. No, no. And then it was on America's Funny Home Videos. I heard it at the dinner table. I was like, I am going to use this. I'm going to use this on the show first thing Monday morning. And then Monday wasn't the right day to do it. And then, uh, but I saw it on America's Funniest Home Videos like an hour after I had heard it at the dinner table. I was like, man, they're going to think I stole it from that. This was meant to be. I'm surprised you haven't used it before, to be honest. It's been around for. I never heard it before. Wow. And you invented the Moni Moni part. (laughs) I uh... did. (laughs) What's. uh... What's the what's the punchline? Well, you say what's the matter, baby, and then I don't know. However, you want to respond. Oh, you did, like, you, did you have one? Well, ready nothing, to go? nothing, baby. What's the matter with you? Okay, that's what you were going to hit me with. <laughs> it's like the sub dog. Yeah, but it's been around for decades. What though. was like, the just... one? What was the one you tried that that did? Get on dog. What was it? Get on dog. Oh, what's yeah. Get on dog. That's the one I made up, Nick. That's okay. horrible. What's get on dog? That's terrible. What's get on dog? Get on dog. Yeah. What was that? It was like the topic you came up for. Things that things that start with goo. Listen, man. There's a guy named John Ionello who wants me to say that's as cool as broccoli, bro. And like that was basically he he asked me to say that, and that was going to essentially be my uh, Jim Jackson uh, jabroni line. That's as uh, cool as broccoli. Did he give you this? Casey's holding a little piece of paper, a little printed piece of paper here, like a fortune cookie. I'm gonna yeah. hold up you guys on Facetime. This is okay. it. And it says on it, that's as cool as broccoli, bro, John Ianello. You worked oh, it in. Casey, you should have waited and just threw it in there. I've been sitting on that for like three weeks, Kath. I, I owed that to him like three Fridays ago. Mm-hmm. So 
Anyway. We'll I think oh, we've missed right. out on that for three weeks. Special human. <laughs> Thanks, right. Kathy. Uh, I'm going to go to... I'm and go they to... even... Most of them ride in special buses. We're, we're going to have to break here shortly. I'm going to go to Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How you doing, man? Hey, not bad. How about you do? Good. So, all right. What what place do you go to for something? They, they were known for serving something else, but you buy this. Well, this is a good, like, 25 years ago. They don't do it anymore, but... Back in the day, the Home Depot used to have hot dogs stand out front. Yes. And their hot dogs were amazing. Does this count? I was in Home Depot about a week ago, and I found a hot dog in one of the aisles. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> How was it? Wait, it was warm. okay. There was a few bites taken out of it. <laughs> Those stands aren't there anymore? Because I, I would see, you know, if yeah. you go to, like, a Home Depot, you'd see construction workers. No, because... They, they, they now they've opened up Matter Babies right next door. <laughs> oh yeah, now, the one on Columbus Boulevard. At least a couple of um, uh, uh, came out for hungers ago. Had and it's not even like it was a stand. I think it was like basically built into the front of the store, and they sold hot dogs and. Yeah, um, that's the way it used to be. Uh, it's it's not I'm, there anymore. I'll have to make a trip. I, I don't know. I mean, the Columbus Boulevard one. I'll have to make a special trip, maybe. We talked about like the Costco's and the BJ's that have nice. their um, their they've sort of up their um menu at their concession stands, and their this stuff yeah. is pretty good. It's actually really yeah. good, and <laughs> it really and is. Since you and since you pay a membership to yeah. go there. It's really cheap. Is the, food, it, the food is super duper cheap. I never noticed that. Yes, yeah, yeah. very much so. Huh. I mean, like uh, you, you look at what you're getting, the amount you're getting, and what you right. would pay somewhere else. It's super. So for whatever you know, thirty five dollars a year or whatever you pay to be a member, if you go there and just buy lunch all the time, <laughs> it pays itself right back because you hmm. save so much money. That's pretty on funny. It. Yeah, yeah, we're getting a lot of texts that say the Home Depot still have those hot dog stands. And, okay. and so yeah. You, yeah, you see like contractors going in at lunchtime, and, and there'd be lines. That's how good they were. All right, there's some other uh, people uh, texting in. Five Guys Burgers and Fries. This guy goes for their hot dogs instead. Huh. I love hot dogs. Um, so yeah, there are people that that do that type of thing. All right, so you know you got fallback options, but right now, uh, some Wendy's locations are not. Serving hamburgers, so you got to get like a chicken sandwich, or and some are still serving the baconator. That's the crazy world we live in. It is. All right, we need to take a break because we got guests uh, coming up. We got another shot of winning five hundred dollars MMR's rock refund. That's on the way at ten a.m. But when we get back, Julia Ray, who's local, uh, is on this show, The Bachelor. Listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Uh, she will be joining us. Listen to your heart. Just I love a little you. bit. All right. So and we'll, I want to sing a duet with you. That's the, the, the concept, right? That's basically it. Yeah. All right. So we take a break and come back in a moment. You're going to stay with us, right? Right. 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 It's a tumultuous time, yet essential employees go to work day and night to make our lives better, including the healthcare pros, delivery and septa drivers, grocery, pharmacy, sanitation, and janitorial workers. And we thank our police, EMTs, and firefighters. WMMR is here for you, too. Friendly, familiar voices playing everything that rocks. Live, local hosts around the clock. So whenever you need a break from cable news for taking a walk or just getting outside or just to keep your workday moving, we are here for you on your radio, smart speaker, and the MMR app. Where you won't find us is on your credit card bill. We're in this together, and we wouldn't have it any other way. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. 
so there's a program called The Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart. And you know we, we always have some fun with The Bachelor yeah. shows. Uh, <laughs> Chuck was just in here saying his family is way into The Bachelor, Listen to Your Heart. Uh, and our next guest is from the area. She's from Wayne, PA. So that automatically makes us interested in the show. Of course. That we normally would not watch. And the fact she's got a great voice. You want to hear a little bit of her yeah, yeah. singing? Here we go. All the loneliness has always been a friend of mine. I'm leaving my life in your hands. People say I'm crazy and that I am blind. Risking it all in a girl can sing. Yeah, absolutely. And that's that's the premise of the show. You sing singing with these love people. songs. That's what you do, right? But singing a love song when you're not in love is no fun. That's right. So uh, let's find out all about it. And uh, unfortunately, from what I understand, they were, she was eliminated oh, this what? week. Well, seems really good, and she got eliminated. So that kind of tells you what you need to know. Yeah. So please welcome Julia Ray. Yeah. To the show. Hi, Julia. You know, honestly, being on your show is helping uh, my broken heart after walking off the show. It is. Oh, I'm sorry that your heart is broken, but we'll do what we can to help. Uh, so, was that right? You were, you guys were eliminated this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it was you and, and contestant and, and Brandon Mills. So I kind of got up to speed last night because we, I when the first when the commercial first came on, Julia. And there was that, you know, singing love songs no fun when you're not alone. And I was like, wow, man, this is taking The Bachelor like nine levels. So it, yeah. it, it's sort of a hybrid between The Bachelor and uh, like American Idol and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And it's this weird thing. But um, so, um, man, it, it really amped it up. So your experience now that you're off the show, did you enjoy doing? Because I'm looking at two articles here. It says you're in The Voice and there's E, e- News says listen to your heart star uh, Julia Ray has some regrets about her this frustrating episode and all this stuff. What's your takeaway now that you have this perspective? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm glad I did the show. I I wish it had ended differently for me. I was um, uh, I'm I'm apparently known as the villain, which was surprising to me. It was surprising to me because Nick said that last night. You know, because we were we were just kind of getting up to speed quickly once we learned. You know, you're yeah. you're from the area and so on and so forth. And I'm like. There's like a bunch of like duds that you were. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't get the the villain thing. I mean, I didn't see you know everything. But I. Uh, why do you think that they uh, orchestrated it that way? You know, it's it's the first season of the show, so I feel like um, even production was just figuring out as we went the rules and everything, because we didn't know the concept of the show going into it. Like all I knew was that it was a singing competition show mixed with The Bachelor. I didn't okay. know the rules or anything. We learned that um, in the same time that America's watching um, when they learn. So I um, I was under the impression that we would be able to explore relationships the whole time. And when we were told we had to couple up after one week, I just kind of spiraled because I, in, in my normal dating life, I don't couple up in one week. <laughs> right. See, yeah, that yeah, seems, right. seems kind of weird to just force you. And then, then you, you kind of had this guy you were okay with. And then mm-hmm. I guess Chris Harrison, who uh, does every one of these shows, like pulled a bait and switch and stuck you with someone else, correct? Yeah, they certainly stirred the pot. Uh, we didn't ask to go on a date together. They sent us on a date, and it was uh, the most amazing date like probably of the season, uh, we wrote with one of Ed Sheeran's songwriters and, uh, 
we ended up switching as a couple. Um, so <laughs> I guess that, that makes you a villain. Here I am. Well, no, because you because you decide no, I don't want to be with this dude. It's it's weird because we've we've had our share of uh, you know people on on these different shows and. Um, and everyone talks about, you know, massaged reality and also the way that these things are shot. They're usually shot late at night. They want you to be emotional. Um, yeah. Were you surprised? Because there was a particularly weepy epi- uh, clip that we saw of you. <laughs> and I'm like, something tells me this was shot at like 3 o'clock in the morning. Is that what happened? Yeah. Okay. Most of it, most of it was, and I, I was. I, you can look at my face; I was exhausted. I mean, I was so emotionally distraught the whole time, like just because I felt so kind of um, shocked by the concept of the show as well that right. I just couldn't. Yeah, I didn't uh, handle it all well, and definitely got overly emotional. Okay, now I I have a question, Julie, because this is all I've seen of that show. Is that scene with you and the dude with the long hair? What's his name? Sheridan? Yep, Sheridan. Okay, okay, so you're sitting there and this is, now keep in mind, this is all I know of this show, okay, is you're telling him that it's not going to work out between the two of you and he very graciously goes, okay, well, I just, I wish you luck and then you pull the switcheroo and go, that's it? You're just going to walk away? And I'm like, come on, man. What are you doing? What are you doing? It was not my finest moment. Uh, yeah. Do we have that actual clip? I believe, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, this is I'm, I'm going to play this. Hang on, Julia. Just hang on a second here. There we go. It's so hard to know what to do. It's so hard to know what to do. Yeah. That's her crying saying that. So. Some sniffles and I just feel like I don't think I can do this with you. She says I don't feel like I can do this with um, you. I wish you the best with Brandon. You're seriously just gonna like walk away after that? Ah! Really, what am I supposed to do at this point? Like, oh my god! You need a little more from him. Come on, I think uh, I can uh, with her. But again, you need to understand yeah. this is basically and Julia, oh. maybe you can back this up. These are like. You, they they purposely and they're all the same. Everyone's told us the same story. They don't feed you. They encourage you to have some drinks. They they record it late at night. Sleep deprivation. Sleep yeah. deprivation, and it gets away from you. So I, we can hear you laughing because it's like yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like the worst fight or the worst kind of exchange. Guys dread conversations like that yeah, yeah. with their girlfriends yeah. or wives. Yes, you know, because it's like, how do I win in this? You, yeah, you try a little more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like after all we've been through, this is what I get from you <laughs> after a week. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I uh, I think I was I was just shocked that he was like just going to say one sentence and leave. Um, you know, the thing is, there was so much. There was less context for everything because yeah. the show is so. Um, condensed into six episodes. Like, quite frankly, they focus so much on me. I don't know what they're going to do next week because you have no contact for anything else. <laughs> let me let me ask you: Is there is there a chance because they love to do this when someone gets some traction and, and 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 quite often it works out that the person who's cast as the villain and the person who's the real agitator ends up being somebody that they bring back. Do you think that's a potential for you? Huh, um, meaning in other bachelor shows? Yeah. I, yeah, and I I foresee a, a call in my future, but I don't. Oh. You know, at this point, I went on this show because I am a musician, and I've been working my whole life to break through the noise of the music industry. Yeah. And I 
I don't know. My answer is I don't know. I would I won't say never because obviously I would like to have Bachelor Nation know me more than just what they saw. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Kate. Just a quick thing because honestly, you can't beat the promotion. Yeah. It's clear right. you're talented. It's clear you can sing, and and you're you're a yeah. songwriter as well. So I yeah. guess you have to work out um, uh, risk factor and um, totally. But at this point. I mean, to, I mean, this it, these shows are juggernauts. Oh, I know. I, yeah, I mean, it's hard to deny the platform that they give people. Um, and I guess my, I, w- I would have to weigh the risk because I would be risking, like, perhaps being a villain again. You know, I think I'll rein in my facial expressions because those <laughs> really <laughs> Well, <laughs> we will know that we will ha- we will know that secretly you're giving us a wink if you are, and on future shows. And that this is all part of the deal. It's a means to an end. But, uh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's hilarious. I'm sorry, Case. Go ahead. Hey, Julia, are you – obviously, you're from Wayne. Um, are you still um, based out of the Philadelphia area, or are you um, living somewhere else now? I, I know you're in Ocean City right now, but uh, when you're not recovering yeah. from a broken foot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I broke my foot in quarantine, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm in Ocean City now. I – I actually was getting ready to move to L.A. right before quarantine started, so that's all on hold. But I have I had been living in Philly. Um, actually, I was living in Center City for the past year when I got the call for this show, um, and then was just getting ready to to move to L.A. But okay, obviously, I was just. Philly is- I wasn't sure if you had uh, ever crossed paths because we become really, really great friends with a, another singer and another ABC-based singing competition. This guy named Louis Knight who lives right down the street from you. He's in Narberth. You're in Wayne. And I wasn't sure if your uh, artistic paths have, have ever crossed. Yeah, I'm going to actually reach out to him because I've been enjoying watching him uh, on Idol. So I, I definitely think we should connect. Yeah, he's 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 great. I mean, obviously, we, we listen. We've joked for years about these competitions and made fun of them and all this stuff. And and then yeah. we did our own little <laughs> idol thing, and it was like uh, isolation idol. And we're like, man, there's a lot of talented people out there. So yeah. listen, if whatever tool you have to use to get to get some notice, you know, that's uh, that's what you got to do because right now there's. You know, there's there's just a, an influx between YouTube videos and streaming and all this stuff. You're you, people say, well, there's a lot more opportunity, but there's a lot more content out there to ferret through. So, totally. Well, you, and and honestly, my music team was like, Joel, you didn't want to be the villain, but no, no press is bad press. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now you also have you have a cystic fibrosis. I do. Yeah, I was diagnosed uh, with with CF before I was born, and I got my care at Children's Hospital of Philadelphia my entire life. Wow! And tell us, uh, for those who aren't aware of uh, cystic fibrosis, what what all that what that's all about? Yeah, it's a genetic chronic lung disease, uh, and I do up to two hours of breathing treatments every day. My lungs have partially collapsed uh, about seven or eight times mm-hmm. in my life, um, so it's been. A journey battling a lung disease and also trying to pursue music professionally. Not only that, and then obviously you're going to be, you know, susceptible if uh, COVID-19 has got to be a big concern yeah. as well. And so I'm sure you've been very stringent on uh, protecting yourself. Yeah, I have no choice but to just take this so, so seriously. Um, but I also, you know, in in the depression of these times, I've had a lot of hope just because I'm on a new medication that, has changed my life with, with cystic fibrosis. And wow. I just have a lot of faith that the minds that we need to get past 
COVID-19 and, and put this in our past are on this earth. Like, they will do this. We yep. will get there. You know, it's just a matter of time. I don't know if you guys are aware, but uh, Julie has sung the national anthem at Sixers games before. And Casey, uh, you may have seen there was a viral video that was going on uh, this season where Julie was dancing at a game and uh, there was a Knicks fan that was also on Fanavision. And Julia's dancing was much more attractive than anybody else's in the arena. So uh, that got some traction as well. Uh, have you guys seen this video? It's posted on her Instagram account. We're, we're watching it now and it's it's really good. Yeah. And this guy's like, uh, I think he's he's aroused. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're looking at this now. I remember seeing that. Wow. Very good. Yeah. And, and you've also, you've you've done a lot of, not only singing the national anthem, but uh, you were involved at the um, the Thanksgiving Day Parade, 6 ABC Thanksgiving Day Parade as well? Yeah. I started singing uh, as one of, like, the lead vocalist when I was 16 and ended up meeting one of your uh, good friends, uh, Philly friends, Cecily Tynan, and babysitting for her for, like, 10 years. Oh, that's <laughs> cool. Kidding. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. So you, you, you've been in the area now, just just to set this correctly, your broken foot issue that wasn't, you didn't snap it off in Brandon Mills' ass, correct? You're in- <laughs> <laughs> I should have. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but again, with the quarantine and everything and the way things stand right now, we've, we've got to get past this. As all this, as this stuff has aired, have you started to get calls from, you know, other, uh, has this given you some heat? Has this given you some traction? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, ironically, being the villain the last two episodes has given me much more traction than than uh, <laughs> being the nice girl on the first episode. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to the opportunities that come with all of this. Uh, I've certainly also gotten lots of heat and backlash uh, about my actions on the show. And uh, being severely cyberbullied in quarantine isn't exactly the, the best well, recipe for a healthy mindset. Well, I've always, I've always drawn this. You know, you can take this with you that if you 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 put you post the most benign thing in the world, and I always use the example of like Snuggles the Fabric Softener Bear. Uh, the third comment down will be "f this thing," you know. So uh, yeah. it, it doesn't matter. You're always going to get that, but uh, it, sure. it, it's true. You will you, you get the traction, and and hopefully you can parlay that and uh, and get out yeah. to L.A. Yeah, I'm I'm releasing music every week, and that's been well received. And I have a new single coming out on Friday, so um, I'm just trying to. I have no other option to embrace and move forward and move on. So yeah. Uh, yeah. doing doing my best. To, to just ride the wave. And you were, you were Miss Philadelphia in 2015. And um, yeah. and so what was the pageant route like for you? Was that was that a positive experience? Yeah. I, you know, I, I grew up a tomboy. I have two older brothers. And, and my father is like an, the ultimate Philly sports fan. So I was actually the the ultimate tomboy and but a performer. And a producer pulled me aside when I was 16 and was like, you should really do pageants. Um, and when I found out I could sing in, in a pageant competition, I was like, great, I, I'll, I'll love another excuse to get on stage. And I ended up winning the Pennsylvania team. And then uh, I, when I had the opportunity to do Miss Philadelphia because I wanted to give back to the city that gave me so much as a, as a child, uh, I decided why not. And I won over $60,000 in scholarship money. Wow. Yeah. Um, so overall, honestly, being Miss Philadelphia was – the I was first runner up at Miss Pennsylvania, and I was secretly happy because I didn't want to give up being Miss Philadelphia for the last six months that I had. Um, oh. Because Philly is just the greatest, and they totally embrace 
uh, all that that title has to offer. So it was it was a positive experience. I think it has a stigma to it, um, which I definitely try to separate myself See, from. But. You're not a villain at you all. You don't sound like yeah. a villain at in all. Fact, in fact, I was thinking the same. We're going to do every goddamn thing we can to make you yes. uh, propel you along. Yes. Absolutely, stupid. Tell it to your heart or whatever the hell it is. Listen to your heart. Listen to the heart that's telling you something. That thing. It could be agita. It's probably just gas. Um, well, so in the meantime, you're just kind of hunkering down, waiting for this uh, the, the, the restrictions to lift, and, and then you're going to start making your plans to move out to L.A.? Yep, that's the plan. Okay, that's well, plan. we want you back here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you got, we got to get you in here after yeah. everything clears. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. We'll, we'll uh, get you, it, yeah, uh, We'll get you your own hazmat suit and get you in here. Yeah, you got a fantastic <laughs> voice, and you seem like you're a really fun person. So uh, that'd be great. I love that. I, I love you guys and uh, my whole family. We're all big fans of oh. your show, and and oh. I, I'm actually personally close to Jackson, and he will he will totally obliterate me if I don't give him a shout out right now. Oh, that's How cool. do you know Jackson? Uh, he and my brother, uh, I don't think I'm using the wrong term, but they do jujitsu together. They roll they train. together. They train. Yeah. yeah, they roll together. They okay. roll around on the mats together. Yeah. 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 With uh, very light clothing on. Yeah, actually, Jackson just recently sweat. admitted he doesn't know martial arts and he just likes to roll around with guys. With but your it, brother in yeah, particular. No, no. Yeah. no it's, uh, that's cool, man. That's great. That's we'll awesome. have to let him know that uh, you were on. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, Michelle, his wife, uh, he she's a big fan, and she's uh, campaigning for me to do Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Wow. That's where that's where the real douchebags, the mm. the uh, Bachelor in Paradise. That's a lot of swimwear on that show. Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah, Sure, go for it. No, we're we're, we're down with that totally. Yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> swimwear and douchebags. Let us know what's going on with that. All right, Julia. All right, we will be in touch. Thank you. Thanks for coming on, Julia Ray. Wait a minute, hey, Julia. Yeah. Julia, you're just gonna go. You're just gonna hang up. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. <laughs> All right, Julia Ray. She's really cool, man. I like her. Uh, I think I'm in love with that young lady. She's, yeah. uh, I didn't see the dancing video. I didn't know that was her. Yeah, uh, I see right through it. She's evil. You see <laughs> it? I, I see through the facade. The f- what a facade. No, that's uh, that's cool. She's, she's, she's beautiful, and she has a great singing voice, and obviously she's a lot of fun. It was, it was really nice to talk to her. That's cool, man. Right, and she so. loves Philly. And, and that's does. where we happen to be right now. It yeah. is. Yeah. It is. Um, real quick, I know we just did a food thing, but uh, I don't want this to get away. What? No, no. I see okay. your headline. And yeah, yes. I don't. Yes. Want th- I don't want this to get away because Marissa actually sent me this information yesterday. The James Beard Awards nominees are out. Uh, so I, I just want to make it's time for, for a quick connoisseur. Okay, it's a quick because the James Beard Awards are out. You have yeah. some information, correct? I do because there's a lot of local names on this. Uh, Liz. We should be honored. And this is uh, what Marissa told me. These are her Oscars, uh, the James Beard Awards. It's what she follows along with and uh, gets really excited about. Did you get the article I sent along this morning about how you can access this stuff? I did, but it was all over the place. And so it wasn't uh, very concise. So. Okay. But you essentially you call them in order. It's that's what the, that's what basically it, it. it basically had their phone numbers. Yeah, that's it. So these uh, are her Oscars. That would be like my Oscars, but I only watch black and white movies. Do you know what I mean? Because she's a vegetarian. It almost he, like doesn't count. He, he can't stand that she's a vegetarian and has an opinion about food. <laughs> yes, about restaurants. I, listen, I only trust fat people when it comes to food, Kathy. <laughs> it o- I only trust fat meat eaters when it comes to food. 
Marissa, there. Okay, no, so, she's she knows her stuff. She does. Yeah. All right. So, but but do you have an issue with that? <laughs> no, he's just messing around. But she's totally dialed into the Philadelphia culinary. I'm being. Nice uh, Mark Vetri, <laughs> totally messing around. Don't listen to her. Who owns Vetri uh, Casino in Center City and the new Fiorella in the Italian Market, as well as Vetri in Las Vegas, is a nominee for Outstanding Chef. Nice. That's correct. Uh, he was a nominee in 2014, 15, 19, and made semifinals in 08, 09, 10, 11, 13, and 16. That's a stellar run. Yep. Uh, Philadelphia also has three chefs in the hunt for best chef. and that, So that's for outstanding chef. This is for best chef. I don't know what the difference between yeah, outstanding what? and best is. One's but... outstanding and one's the best. Okay. Uh, glad we cleared that up. I guess outstanding is better than the best chef. Uh, How? I guess so. No, there's a third category called best outstanding. Okay. <laughs> uh, Rich Landau of Veg and V Street. Love those restaurants. Uh, our buddy Nick Elmy is up for Laurel ITV and Royal Boucherie. And nice. Christina Martinez of South Philly Barbacoa and Casa Mexico or Mexico. Uh, Landau and Elmi have been in the final since 2014, and Martinez since 2017. All right, so this whole award thing work, are there several... Is, 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 is there only going to be one winner of this Best Chef, or is it, be, or is it per city? How does that, how does that work out? Uh, I don't know. Let's go to the expert. Marissa, I guess, uh, has information on that. Um, they, I don't know who actually does the judging. Must be people on the James Beard Foundation board, um, but they choose one person from each category. Okay. So, like, there's three people from Philadelphia up in the what was it, best or outstanding chef? Best, best most chef. best outstanding. So one of them will win. Four. So did you guys ever see uh, Chef's Table on Netflix? I've talked about this before, yes. but that South Philly barbacoa place ended up on Chef's Table on Netflix. And if you've never been there before, watch that episode. You will want to go there because uh, Christina Martinez just makes the it, 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 your mouth by the end of the episode. Make your audio making all kinds of weird noises. You know what? Uh, I'm sick and tired of this. I'm I'm so fed up with this effing microphone, and I I get texts every day. Steve, can you check his mic and make sure it works uh, over there? It'll take a minute, but but Nick, you were saying it's it's getting frustrating. It, I'm, I'm so fed up with it. I, I've been emailing Bill test. and Rodney and Chuck every day. Test. Testing check. one, two, three. Check. Test, test, fart, test, test, fart, check, fart, check, 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 test, fart, check, fart, check, fart, fart, check, fart, check, fart, check, fart, 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 fart. Uh, yeah, Nick, we're sick of it too. Uh, I agree. I agree. Fix it. Give me a brick, man. I'm done with this. I'm fed up, Bill. <laughs> I've had it. I can actually hear him from his house. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't he's, need the mic. He's that loud. Hey, Bama Kenwood! All right, back to you the You can have the overly sensitive mic like mine that picks up every oh, noise in the house. Kathy's little clacking on her keyboard. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
the difference between outstanding and best. Oh, oh, okay. Marissa's back on. (laughs) All right. I never went away, unfortunately. Outstanding and best. Outstanding uh, chef is a chef who sets high culinary standards and who has served a positive example for other food professionals. Must have been working as a chef for the past five years. So Mark Vetri has his Vetri Foundation and does big events like that. So maybe where that is. So best human being. Yes. And then best chefs, I figured out, are also by region. So there's one in like the Mid-Atlantic and California and Southern and right. and so on. And that's chefs who set high culinary standards. I think that's the same sentence. And demonstrate integrity and admirable leadership skills in their respective regions. Okay. So outstanding seems more of like a leader among chefs. Right, yeah, more right. like national. <clears throat> um. The foundation, by the way, is awarding grants to restaurants and has created a campaign called Open for Good, hashtag Open for Good, uh, to help sustain restaurants uh, through the next 12 to 18 months. The Philadelphia area semifinalists were uh, Bolit chef uh, Lee Shizmar. For Shizmar. For Shizmar. (laughs) And wife Erin Shea's uh, Fork-ish American restaurant in Bethlehem. Up for Outstanding Restaurant. It was a nominee in 2019, and Shizmar was a finalist in the Best Chef Mid-Atlantic Dude, that's off region. The <laughs> uh, Jesse Ito of Royal Sushi was a semifinalist for Rising Star Chef. Oh, these places sound great. Mm-hmm. He was a finalist in 2019 after being semifinalist in 17 and 18. Uh, he has now aged out of the category. Really? I'm too old. <laughs> uh, uh, Cookie Till of Stephen Cookies in Margate. Oh, yeah, I've eaten there. Uh, was a semifinalist for Outstanding Restaurateur. Uh, this was her first brush with the beards. That's what it says. <laughs> it sounds like a porn. Uh-huh. Uh, brush with the beard. <laughs> also on the restaurateur list were Mike and Jeff uh, Mastro from Steak 48, opening at Broad and Spruce Streets this year. We have so many good... Re- I can't wait to get back to restaurant eating and, you know, I always say there's takeout, as we said before, but to check out some of these places are phenomenal. Uh, Tova Duplices of uh, Essen Bakery was a semifinalist for Outstanding Baker. She also made the list in 17, 18, and 19. Uh, Jean Broliet, or Jean, I'm not sure, the fourth of Tired Hands... Was the semifinalist for Outstanding Wine, Beer, and Spirits producer. Is Ham Ass up for anything? This is his first beard experience as a soloist. No, but there should be a restaurant called, called Ham Ass. Ham Asses. <laughs> uh, so Tired Hands, there are two locations, One, and they're basically right next to each other. Yeah. So that's kind of cool that they are being recognized because they weren't really the first place you really didn't eat there. It was mainly just kind of like a tap room where you just kind of like went and... Really? And, 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 they didn't have a kitchen where you you got like cooked things, you know. Uh, it was more like they had food that didn't have to be cooked, like a, a, let's say like a hummus platter or something along those lines. Okay, so un- uh, uncooked things, raw stuff. Yeah, raw stuff. That sounds well, about right. Yeah, you you don't have to heat whatever it is you're right, talking about. Right. Okay. But their new location, which is also in Ardmore, just you know a couple of streets over, has like a full on kitchen now. Okay. Back to you, Chris. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Les Chavaux. Uh, the second floor French bar at Good King Tavern in Bella Vista it opened in October 2019 and was a semifinalist for Outstanding Wine Program. And then the last one I have on this list is the Horse Inn at uh, a restaurant in Lancaster was a semifinalist for Outstanding Bar Program. So those are the James Beard Awards. Something in, to be uh, proud of. Area. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Please so. accomplish people. I think I've read everything. And I think that? a lot. So there's a lot. Um, hey, listen, that's all good stuff to support. Yep. 
Uh, so I guess, uh, here, should I do Are one more? Are we still connoisseuring? Well, I guess I was going to do just... Welcome to the connoisseur. We didn't even know we were going there, but now we're here and we're locked and loaded. Yeah. We can't get out. I didn't mean... ourselves into a corner. I didn't mean to, uh... You didn't mean to. Do two food... Do two food... Segments. Segments. Shut up! <laughs> How about some, how, how about something uh, about drinking instead of Ooh. eating? So maybe that'll change it up a little bit. Kathy, it was then that Kathy joined the conversation. What? Let's well, let's do beer. I was going to do wine or beer, but the oh, wine no, thing is kind of short. I'll, I'll do both. I, we can fit All both right. in here. Uh, analysis firm in market has data showing the highest increase in beer sales during the quarantine. Are cheap beers, uh, Bush Light, Miller Light, and Natty Light. Uh, the firm says between March first and April seventeenth, there was a forty-four percent sales increase for Bush Light. Dude. And... <laughs> Natty's got it like a seltzer now, don't they? One, two, three. Okay, what are you doing about uh, about Natty Light? Like I've seen. Um, like adults drinking that, like not I kids. Know, well, not college kids, you know. And that was like to me. Yeah, like, can I have more beer. <laughs> uh, Natty Light was the cheap beer that you would get in college, right? Oh, that college was my was, college beer, one hundred percent. Natty Light, Natty Ice, Milwaukee's best. Did you ever do Beast, Kath? Nope, I was only I only did Natty Light, Casey. You never did Schlitz. <laughs> Nope, that Natty Light was like my... I couldn't even drink the ice. I didn't like the ice. You have to remember, right. Kathy's a Russian operative. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> there also, I think there was a beer that was uh, ticks, a couple of ticks lower than Natty Light. Do you remember Golden Anniversary? Yes. Yeah. Golden Annie? G-A. Yeah, that was... God. I mean, if Natty Light cost six bucks a From case... From the maker of Piss Turds. Yeah, Golden Annie, they basically paid you to take it. One time I bought a six-pack of Stag. <laughs> what? And I crapped that? green the next day. <laughs> <laughs> It was weird, man. It had a greenish is. look. Yeah, stag wow. beer. Stag. Oh, God. So why are people buying the cheaper beers just to like well, save a buck? Uh, that's part of it, I would think. And uh, between 14 17%, by the way, increases for Miller Lite, Michelob, Ultra, and Naturalite. And in general, alcohol sales have increased during the quarantine. Uh, the Nielsen data shows sales of alcoholic beverages in the U.S. rose 55% in the week ending March 21st. 55%. <laughs> and in general, sales for spirits such as tequila and gin have jumped the most, and wine sales have also risen 66%. Wow. And I wonder if the um, if it's the cheaper liquors as well, Press, that are, that are good, selling, you know, is it so like Bankers Club? Probably. And, you're probably yeah. like getting, so for every five purchases, you'll probably get maybe three of the cheaper and then treat yourself with something more expensive, yeah? Maybe. Maybe. Right? I mean, listen, if you're, I don't know. if you're on a budget, listen, I remember when I was in college and I was on an extreme budget. Not only did I drink the Natty Light, but I also smoked Jack's cigarettes. Oh, Jack's. yeah, I've seen Jack's. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, it was like a buck a pack or something like that. So, yeah, you kind of, um, you sacrifice a lot. Just, you know, it was more about quantity than quality at that point. It's funny. I shouldn't do it, but I when, it, when I'm at the beer store, do you do you look at other people's purchases and kind of judge a little bit, you know? <laughs> See what they like. Eh, you know, listen, because I know the snobs are looking at me with my, you know, Corona or whatever I'm dragging <laughs> out of there going, <laughs> you know, uh, and while they're grabbing, you know, their IPAs and their uh, all that stuff. Yep. Uh, so I know there's a lot of that going on. It's, I I get I get a little side eye in the uh, in the beer store, and I'm I'm throwing it too, you know. Did you have a margarita yesterday? You know what I didn't, Kath. Oh. I just wasn't in the mood for it. How about you? I did, and okay. it was delicious. Okay. I'm did thinking, you have it in the bathtub? I'm thinking about. I it didn't. Tonight. No, I didn't have it in the bathtub. <laughs> okay. 
Yeah, I might I do. I might do margarita night tonight. A day late. That's uh-huh. like the, my I change it up because if there's too much wine, I start to get sick of it. So I've been doing margaritas as a, a way to change it up. Gotcha. I I will. I'm 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 hesitant to do Tuesday night drinking because I won't do two nights in a row during the week. But Thursday sounds pretty good, and then it's Friday and Saturday. It's yeah. on, man. So that would make uh, that would make three, four days of drinking uh, for the week, which is Too probably much. not a good idea. So I'll, I'll wait till Wednesday, take tomorrow off, and then Friday, Saturday. Oh, but see, tomorrow's going to be so nice out. Wouldn't is you like it? to sit outside yes. and have a yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's afternoon yeah. showers. Or no, no, no. Mostly sunny in 66. Never mind. Yeah. All right, Kathy. Or you just put board. a little umbrella over your drink. <laughs> All right. Anyway, cheap beer sales are up during the quarantine, so it might be it might have to do with uh, you know financial and and people trying to hang on a little bit of money and just going a little bit the cheaper route, which is totally understandable. I get it. Uh, we're all we're all searching for some extra cash. Oh yeah, one more thing. Together. I forgot I was going to do one more. I was about ready to move on. Um, where is it? it had to do with wine, right? Wine. All right. You may have heard. <laughs> Dude. Uh, you may have heard that it's important to let wine breathe or to expose it to air before drinking it. Is that a fallacy? Might be. Wine taster Martin Isark says that it's really not true. He says most wines produced today are palate-friendly and ready to drink. A beautifully shaped glass is the answer to rewarding the palate, not opening the bottle two hours before you're ready to drink it. Uh, the only exception may be very rare vintages because when you pour it into the wine it start or into the glass it starts to aerate it especially right. if it's shaped the right way from right. what i understand i'm not like a, a woman's buttocks i'm not a sommelier <laughs> so i do not know these things um but yeah if you get air into it it's supposed to release more of the flavor mm-hmm. uh but you don't have to there, there are some who would think you just you open it up and you let it sit for right. a while. Right, let it breathe. And let it breathe, right. exactly. But they're saying that it's not really necessary. It's, correct, so. correct. it's for people who want to appear pompous. I've never let wine or alcohol breathe, Kathy. You drink it right out of the bottle, right? Yeah. I can't let it sit and not drink it. Please. No. <laughs> um, I would say red. I mean, red wine, yeah, I've let sit open. I'm not a big red wine drinker. I will have it occasionally. Um, and I have let it sit or, you know, I've poured it into... Um, uh, canter is that what it's called? Decanter, yeah, decanter. Uh, Kathy, do you do you chew the cork out with your mouth, spit it out, and then drink right out of the bottle? No, well, most a lot of the bottles, I would say the majority of the bottles, at least of the wine that I drink, don't come with a cork anymore. They either come with a screw top, or now there's this glass top uh, that kind of has like a, a rubber seal on the inside. Huh. Uh, so most of the wines, yeah, that I that I'm I've been drinking don't come with a cork. So you can maintain the. Um... The yeah, integrity of the wine, yes. Yeah, well, and the, yeah, they're saying that it that it saves the wine from going bad because if yeah. the cork goes bad, uh, that's when you get you know when you get a bad bottle of wine. Yeah, air is supposedly the that's the uh, um, that's the villain with wine. If you leave it out, if Freaking it gets air. too much air all the time, then oh. it uh, takes away the integrity. From what I what I've been told, and a lot I'm of people don't sto- if they have multiple bottles <laughs> of wine, a lot of people are not really storing it the way it should be on its side and you know in right temperatures. and tilted slightly so yeah. it, so it doesn't. It isn't soaking into the cork all the time, or is it? Or well, is no, it it's supposed way? to it's soak supposed into the cork. To, yeah. if the cork dries out, okay. it's going to go bad. Right. Right, 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 right. How many glasses of red wine do you have to drink before your uh, tea starts turning purple? <laughs> I think it starts going like on the second glass. Is it? Is it two? <laughs> okay, Marissa. Uh, I learned a really cool trick over the weekend that I'm really excited to Does share. Does it involve ping pong balls? <laughs> yeah, I knew it. I sent you that video, Steve. Didn't oh you get my it? God. <laughs> Wow! Is it a how I get a cork out of a bottle? No. Okay. 
I made the mistake of opening a bottle of champagne on Sunday, like super late to make an Aperol spritz, and I had this entire bottle of champagne and no way to save it. So I started Googling, and somebody, a lot of people recommended putting a spoon upside down in the champagne, and it keeps the bubbles. We oh. talked about this. Yeah, no, we did. did we? Two ago. We did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you do that with soda on this show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on this <laughs> radio program. And how it's a bunch of hooey and it yeah. doesn't work. Well, I swear to God, I had a glass of champagne last night and it was still bubbly. It and was still effervescent. It mm. was still. You need to do side by side and see if it if it works. Fine, I will go buy some more champagne. Do it, please. And do a scientific test. Damn it, I was so excited to share this with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> talked about it. We're 93.3 on your dial. Yeah, that's right. I, I would say I would agree with the wine, the shape of the wine glass, though. There are certain, like, I feel like I actually enjoy the wine more if it's in a certain glass that I have. I believe it. Will yeah. you use a crazy straw now and then or no? <laughs> no, never a straw with wine. You know, they actually sell, I don't know if you've seen it, but they're high-end crazy straws made out oh, of, like, crystal yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's it's pretty yeah. funny. No, you're right, Kath. So, like, people who like to drink things like root beer, if they have it out of a mug, for some reason right. it tastes better. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So sometimes, yeah, the receptacle can add to the whole uh, experience. Um, all right, that's all I have time for right now. That's um, all for the connoisseur. We didn't even know we were going there. We didn't. But we do have to go to a caller, and I believe... What is your name, caller? Michael Pauly. Hey, Michael. How you doing, buddy? Fantastic. How about yourself? Uh, I'm doing great. I don't think I'm doing as good as you. Why Why do you sound so happy? No sad, bro. This ham ass has won $500. Yeah! Yeah! Oh! MMR's Rock Refund and Michael... Snag five hundred dollars. No sad, bro. I love it. I absolutely love it. Michael, where are you from, bud? From Reading, Pennsylvania. I ordered my two T-shirts, so I'll be wearing it proud. Oh, uh, I, I just no sad, bro. Shirts, excellent. Michael, I just ordered mine, and I ordered two of the face masks. Very cool. Very nice, uh, Michael. Have you like you've been talking? Have you been buying cheap beer because it's tough to make ends meet? No, I can't go cheap. I uh, like the more expensive stuff. Right. Than, uh, when I do drink. Buy all you want because you got an extra $500 to do that. So congratulations, Michael. We're very, very happy for you, bud. Thank you much. You guys freaking rock. Oh, oh, Michael, no set, bro. Ready to go. Next chance to win with the MMR Rock Refund 15 minutes from now. So we better take a break. Come back and get you ready for that. Stay with us. We'll return in just a little bit. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities, and right now, they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. Let me see here. We got about 30 seconds before we're going to reveal the word that could get you 500 bucks, just like I think it was Michael that called in earlier and uh, won $500. So another shot in just a little bit. A heads up, we did postpone or for the most part cancel the uh, Keenan's Live broadcast this year, the opening of the Jersey Shore. Obviously, that stuff is all still kind of in flux right now. We'll see how things go 
and continue to progress and whether or not we have an opportunity to plan something down the road. But I think, like you said the other day, Steve, you already knew that anyway, <laughs> uh, that that was happening. So we are just uh, officially announcing that. We found a gray area and a way we can pull it off. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, was, it wasn't going to happen. Um, However, they, they're opening up a few things, right, uh, this weekend? Yeah, I, I mean, the Wildwood beaches were open for walking. Yeah. And uh, so now, now they're, it looks like they're opening up uh, the boardwalk, the uh, bike paths. Did they and, mention anything about cramming 2,000 people into a room and uh, shoulder to shoulder? I still against that <laughs> okay. one. Okay. Spraying booze all over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that would be the Keenan's broadcast, mm. and uh, so that means we can't do that. Yeah. Uh, there was another thing I was going to mention. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to thank these guys. Uh, Fort Nassau Graphics. They brought by a life-size cutout of Gene Hackman for us. This is awesome. This is an ongoing joke that we have had. Preston and I were fans of a movie called The Lonely Guy. Yeah. And uh, there's a scene that involves Gene Hackman. We make this reference, Mm -hmm. and no one gets it. We get it. The life-size cardboard cutout of Gene Hackman. (laughs) And the gang at Fort Nassau Graphics uh, sent over that to us. Thing's six feet tall. It's unbelievable. (laughs) It's a Gene Hackman cutout. uh, But they they do signs, and they they brought by all kinds of other uh, signs that they created. And I guess just as a gift to us. I didn't really know anything otherwise, and they, they dropped that stuff off. But there's... Uh, signs of of the Preston and Steve show and things like we're all in this together concerning the pandemic and all of that. We have to remember uh, them. They're good good quality work too. Yeah. So thank you to uh, W. Robert Strauss Jr. Uh, for getting in touch from uh, Fort Nassau Graphics and they are located in West Deptford. So uh, thank you. That was nice. Yeah. First time we've ever had a full size cutout. Of Gene Hackman. We'll have to put that next to uh, uh, all Jose. the ones. And we have also what is it? Uh, Who's our alien? Oh, a oh, Belzon. Yeah. 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 What did you say? Bubazon? <laughs> no, no, we had Boba Fett. We oh, had a Boba, Boba Fett. Bubazon. Yeah. Bubazon. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we can do this now. Here we go. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. And the word is air. A-I-R. And you enter those three letters, and you have 15 minutes to do that. 15 minutes till after the hour, 10.15. Uh, via text to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, you want to enter the word AIR at the MMR mobile app or on WMMR.com. And one random entry wins 500 bucks in our company-wide contest. And that person will get a call from our company, Beasley. Make sure you answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. And it is sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. So let me hit you up with that again. The word is air, A-I-R. Good luck to you. While you're doing that, we'll do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right. Diving right into them stories. And we begin with a follow-up. Remember this? I had this uh, on Tuesday. Woman was charged with uh, or was... Uh, they were looking for this woman in an instance where she ordered a sandwich, drinking chips, and then licked her fingers, licked a bunch of quarters. Disgusting. And licked the ATM machine or the, the, uh, the pad and everything and then left. And as she was leaving the establishment, she just said, it's in God's hands now. She quoted Kathy's mom. <laughs> uh, but she has now been arrested after she coughed and licked her hands before touching several food items at a grocery store on Saturday. <laughs> Uh, store surveillance shows uh, Shanir Gibson Holiday 
coughing and licking her hands before pulling out, uh, pulling on freezer doors and touching food items throughout the store. Did God tell her to do that? I don't know. She didn't indicate. Or should she just decide she would take the initiative and then pass it off to God? Uh, Holiday was arrested and charged with aggravated breach of peace and food tampering. She was and being also, a pig. Uh, cited for violating the state's home or work order, and she is jailed on a hundred thousand dollars bond. By the way, so Ooh. we'll see if God can call and bail you out of jail. That's some serious loot. A Florida woman is facing a felony charge after a video call with her imprisoned boyfriend turned very raunchy. Prompting a criminal probe helmed by an investigator identified in court records as Detective Ass Man. <laughs> Detective Ass Man? It's, like and from it, Seinfeld? And it's it's spelled A-S-S-M-A-N-N. Would that be Assman? Assman? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I like Ass Man. Nick, was it... Was it at, that was a Seinfeld episode, yep. right? Yeah, he was, he was a proctologist. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right. The proctologist. This yeah. is Detective Ass Man. He's moved on to the uh, you know law enforcement... <laughs> Uh, so, Noel Riscati, this is actually a pretty horrible story. Uh, Noel Riscati, uh, who's engaged in uh, late March, who had engaged in late March uh, virtual visit with Tathan Fields, a 26-year-old locked up in Santa Rosa County Jail. The duo's video encounter allegedly became extremely sexual. Uh, during law enforcement review of Fields' jailhouse cell calls, I'm sorry, an investigator came across the video call between the inmate and Riscati. Uh, court filings did not reveal what prompted the review, which was conducted by Detective Assman uh, with the local sheriff's office. Fields is serving a 15-year sentence on burglary and grand theft charges. While incarcerated, he has been charged with um, <clears throat> pleasuring himself during a prison class taught by a female instructor and mailing a hoax weapon of mass destruction. Now, the virtual visit with Fields came a day before the convict celebrated his 26th birthday. In the video, Fields is wearing an orange jumpsuit and sitting in what appears to be a jail pod. Riscati was dressed in a pink bathrobe and perched on a bed. Uh, she was not, however, alone in her bedroom. She adjusted her camera at the call's outset, and a young boy could be seen. Uh-huh. I know, I told you it gets bad. Standing next to the bed. The child remained in the bedroom during the duration of the video call. While this raunchy stuff's going on? Yes. Uh, after initially speaking in a sexual nature to each other, Riscati and Fields began pleasuring themselves while watching the other. She was at, had her bathrobe fully open and is seen retrieving a pink sex toy from a closet. She then uses the device with her legs spread at the camera. So any any <clears throat> communication like this is monitored by prison officials, right? Yeah, I don't know if they were monitoring it live or not. Okay. But they did find it in the investigation. So the kid was in the room while she was doing this. So she was charged last Jeez. week with endange- engaging in lewd and lascivious conduct in the presence of a minor. So it's she disgusting. was arrested. I know, horrible. Uh, let's see. When it comes to cash, you should not bury it in the ground for safekeeping. Why not? Chinese state media reports that a farmer in China with a surname of Wang recently visited a branch of the Agricultural uh, Bank of China. He was trying to deposit hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash that he buried in the ground. The money, equivalent to $280,000, was all rotten and moldy and broke apart on contact. Wang told workers that he had buried the money five years prior and said the television had compelled him to do so. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bank employees reportedly worked overtime to restore the damaged bills. 
People's Bank of China regulations say that bills that retain 75% of their original features can be exchanged at full value, but bills disfigured beyond 25% can only be exchanged for half their original value. You are one lucky wang. Dude, the man lost $70,000. Okay. Or 25% of the total value of the cash due to damages. Why? So. Well, of course, if you're going to do that, you're probably not going to think to bury it in something that's airtight. Exactly. Yep. A 16-year-old boy from India used 5,450 5, playing cards to create a 10-foot-tall, 7-inch model of Burj Khalifa, uh, which is a building, I believe. And, it's the tallest building in the world. Okay. It's the, in, uh, in Dubai, yeah. Yeah, it says that he hopes that the feat will break the Guinness World Record. Uh, Vishnu Vazu. But then Tiger came into the room and knocked it over, <laughs> Preston. Oh, from the Brady Bunch, yeah. that's right. Uh, already made it into uh, the Asia Book of World Records for tallest house of cards when he built his replica for the landmark without using any glue or tape. All right, one more card. Uh, he says it took five hours and 30 minutes to create and that he hopes to one day break the Guinness record uh, by making a card structure that tops 23 feet. So <sighs> pretty wild. 5,450 cards. I, I don't think I've ever <clears throat> been able to get past... Like, Two stories. Yeah, me either. It's an impressive thing when someone can build the structure, um, you know, to any sort of height. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we're looking at a picture of it. This is insane. Oh, my God. So how... Whoa. You have to have... There has to be some form of, of adhesive involved here, right? No, no. That's no freestanding without any any yeah. sort of connecting material? Yep. It's ridiculously tall. Wait a minute. The one I was I just read about said it was 10 feet tall. This looks like it's 30 feet yeah, tall. Yeah, that looks like it's 30 feet tall. It says he created a 10-foot, 7-inch model. Not unless he's 3 feet tall. And he did his without using any glue or tape. The one we were probably looking at probably was done with glue or tape. <laughs> I can't okay. imagine. I saw And that's it for the Bizarre yeah. File. I saw one time and I forgot what show it was on, but this guy makes structures out of matchsticks that you would not believe. You would not believe. He did a... The White House? He did... He did I don't know if he did the yeah, White House yeah. or not, but the one I saw was uh, the USS Missouri. Uh, and, Steve, it was probably the length of this room. It's amazing. It was unbelievable. But he did thing after thing after thing. It may have been the White House and uh, it may have done the, uh, you know, Millennium Falcon. And I, it's just... You can't believe what some people can do. Did you see? There was one. They were like dominoes, but they're not dominoes. They're little bricks. And the guy built a structure with, that was seemed to be a few stories tall and set it in motion. And it systematically caved in on itself, but in a in a defined pattern. Okay. It was amazing. I have no idea how people can, A, think this through and execute it yeah. without Tiger knocking it over. Yep. And I usually comes yes. into the room and messes it up. So anyhow, uh, that's it. That's what we got in the Bizarre File. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Kathy, give oh. me a number caller for the secret text word, please. Wake up, sleepyhead. Mm. 21. Caller 21. Ooh, I like I'm gonna it. I'm going to go with 21. 215-263. <laughs> Wait, I'll tell you this quick story. Jace got this toy where it alters your voice. And so I, I recorded something and he altered it. Steve, it's that. It's Manthe. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yes. Can you share it with us? Yeah, yeah I'll see if I can, I can do it Let's again. Let's do too. a duet and, uh, and we can both enter... Uh, uh, Tell it to your heart or Listen whatever. Yeah, 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 Why can't I get it right? <laughs> um, all right, we're going to break. We'll come back in a second. Caller number 21. You get a shot at winning the word of the week. Or the, not the word of the week. Prize the secret text word. We'll be back in a moment. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. 
Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We like to do some things regularly on Wednesday, like our little trip on Fox 29. We did that earlier this morning and our secret text word. All right. So the way that works, we have you text the word secret to 39333 and then we send a word back to you. And then you have to tell us what that word is. So I'm going to go to our designated caller. I will go to Mark, uh, who is caller number 21. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Hey, Preston, how you doing, buddy? Good. All right, what is the secret text word, sir? Secret text word is air. That is incorrect. That was that was the rock refund word. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Wrong contest, but I'm sorry, man. I got to go give it a shot. Us. Yeah, thanks. thanks anyway. anyway, guys. You, you bet, bud. All right, so we'll go to the next caller, which is Mark D. Yo, Mark D. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. What's the secret text word? Oh, popcorn. He got it right. Yeah! Hang on a second. We're going to get your information, Mark, and we are going to take care of you because we have, uh, as a prize, a digital download of Like a Boss. This is uh, this music is from the soundtrack. Yes, it is. <laughs> like a Boss. Uh, the beauty business is about to get ugly as Tiffany Haddish and Rose Byrne duke it out with Salma Hayek. It's available now on digital and Blu-ray. Rated R from Paramount Pictures. Uh, we're going to do today's lesson question, and we are going to be giving away a $60 gift card from Territory Foods Prepared Meal Delivery Service. A question I have for you this morning. Um, Marissa likes the pasta at Pizza Hut, and Casey likes the pizza from where? 215-263-WMMR. Marissa likes the pasta <laughs> at Pizza Hut, and Casey likes the pizza from where? Two one five two six three WMMR. You can only answer if you were listening because you'll never guess. Let's see if you know the answer. And while you're calling in, we'll do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by your local Deets and Watson Real Philly Delis. They're open for takeout. Taste four generations of family recipes made with love. And show your support for local businesses. Uh, RealPhillyDeli.com. Deets and Watson, it's family thing since 1939. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Rosie O'Donnell revealing that she once barred Leif Garrett from her talk show because she believed he had smoked crack backstage. Garrett insists the story is ridiculous, saying Rosie actually banned him because he beat her to the craft services donut table. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> In her new autobiography, Nikki Bella explains why she and John Cena broke off their engagement two years ago. Bella says it all came down to children, noting that she wanted to have them while the hulking Cena wanted to eat them. And finally, Britney Spears has been under a conservatorship since 2008, but a judge has ordered that her current temporary conservatorship can be extended. However... The judge says that Brittany could take full control of her affairs again if she is able to go a full 14 days without crapping in the hamper. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood trash. All right, we shall see if we can find an answer to this question. Um, Marissa likes pasta at Pizza Hut, 
And Casey like Pete likes pizza where? And I will go to uh, Will. See if he knows the answer. Hey, Will. Hey, man. Uh, the answer is Pasta Hut. Pasta Hut. Absolutely. <laughs> Hang on, Will. For you, sir, a $60 gift card from Territory Foods Prepared Meal Delivery Service. Making healthy eating really easy, offering chef-made, nutritious meals in addition to produce boxes packed with 15 pounds of fresh veggies. Visit TerritoryFoods.com to order and find out how you can give back to frontline workers in our community. We're going to get to the music news now. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All right, brought to you this morning by Cinch, a propane tank home delivery service that brings propane right to your doorstep. Visit cinch.com, that's C-Y-N-C-H, and use my promo code PRESTON to get $10 off your first tank exchange. Muse frontman Matt Bellamy has posted a snippet of an upcoming song called Tomorrow's World. Uh, the short teaser was accompanied by an image of a person in a spacesuit. Uh, Bellamy hasn't clarified if it's a Muse song or a, or solo material. Simply writing, new track I made during lockdown out very soon. We have a clip of it. Okay. They come from space, so they don't come from here. These are the space people. It's called Tomorrow's World. They are from a different planet. Space people. Muse's, uh... Last album, Simulation Theory, came out in November of 2018, and the band preceded its arrival with a steady of songs uh, from the LP as well as footage from the studio. Uh, Instead of encouraging fans to perform a day of service as they've done for the past two years in May, Metallica has decided this May to host the All Within My Hands Month of Giving in response to the coronavirus pandemic. That's nice. The band unveiled the initiative in a video from Lars Ulrich, who declared, inspired, he said, inspired by today's Giving Tuesday now, a new global date of giving in response to global need caused by COVID-19. We're going to spotlight four organizations we're supporting throughout this crisis. Each week this month, we will share with you what these organizations do and show you how you can chip in to help. Regardless or not, if I use stupid drumsticks. <laughs> um he added that the band will contribute proceeds from special weekly featured merchandise in the Metallica store, along with funds raised during its weekly Metallica Monday streaming concerts. They've been very active as well. They've been releasing uh, song riffs and yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. You want this out of your artist? I mean, honestly, uh, I I love it, and I expect nothing less than uh, than what I we're getting from various people. You know, it, it's You're, not like. It all has to come from one avenue. Like, there's a ton of people out there that I would like to hear from. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has Fish done anything? Trey's doing something often. He, in fact, right. he released a song last week that might be one of my favorite songs he's ever made. Uh, so, how's uh, how's he releasing them? Like, uh, social media? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he had posted uh, the one. It was kind of like a, a homemade music video. <laughs> you, I was like, I, I feel like I've heard this before. <laughs> You're right. You know what? You know uh, when it's it's it sounds familiar. You know it's a good song. There's so is he doing a lot of solo stuff in addition to fish? He's constantly creating right. stuff, and and I mean he's the main catalyst for the band, and you know sometimes 
I know. Sorry, just move on. I, I didn't mean for no, that. No, I literally was I yelling. Was, I was accident. Anyway, yeah, a lot of bands are, are doing their, uh, you know, uh, they're creating uh, material. They're getting it out there. Some things are, are being moved up, and some they're just kind of messing around and tinkering and coming up with things and saying, here, listen to this. And not just music. I there is going When this is all over, I think there is going to be just an absolute avalanche of of art out there. Yes. You know, whether it be the, the written word or movies or TV shows or comedy specials or, you know, whatever. Or at least I hope. Yeah. I mean, they, they, listen, they've had enough time. Yeah. Create stuff. Dance, monkey. Uh, you're better than that. You're better than that. Being in a quarantine, not creating art. I mean, I look at, like, what Preston's been doing over the past couple of months. And, you know, Preston's an artist. I, he'll disagree with me on that. But, you know, you've, um, you have this, this gift, this talent. You're and better you- than that. <laughs> in your basement making drum videos. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. No, thank Family you. Go, Where's daddy? Where's daddy? Where's daddy? He's in the base. Make a drop video. <laughs> we never see daddy. We never find out did he love us or not. He loves you, but he's in the basement making drop videos. <laughs> Goes downstairs, play with sticks. Play with the bed. Rush. All that stuff. Yeah. Covering rush dogs. Yeah. 55 cameras. <laughs> 55 cameras. More coverage than the goddamn Super Bowl. Uh, so anyway, yes, uh, people are creating right now. Uh, Jack Osborne has confirmed a new, uh, on a new podcast that a, um, film about the early romantic relationship between Ozzy and Sharon <laughs> is still in the works. Who the hell is calling me? Uh, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm changing. I'm not going to say it. Yep. Uh, Jack, <laughs> Jack explained, uh, there is Absolutely, things in motion right now to make the movie a reality. Adding, I think that in the next few months, you'll probably see something coming up about it, but we haven't landed at a studio yet, so fingers crossed. Uh, Sharon revealed the existence of the project in 2018, saying that it would focus on her changing role as Ozzy's manager and then wife as he became a solo star after leaving Black Sabbath. So we'll see if that comes along. Has there ever been validation or verification of the supposed affair she had with Randy Rhodes? No, not that I know. Okay. Not, not, nobody's ever, you know, I, I've never really seen anything right. that concretely says right. that that happened. Yeah. Weezer released a new song called Hero on Wednesday. A new single, anyway. The track follows uh, last year's uh, The Name of the Game and is presumably also taken from the band's upcoming 14th studio album, Van Weezer. Uh, Rivers Cuomo said in an interview last year, the Van Weezer will be a guitar-driven record. He said the inspiration came from our live shows. We're in the middle of Beverly Hills. Unlike on the album, everything stops and I just break out with this crazy guitar solo. Uh, we noticed that recently the crowd just goes crazy when I do that. So it feels like maybe the audience is ready for some shredding again. So we'll see how this new song is. Guns N' Roses bassist Duff McKagan and his wife Susan donated 1,000 masks to UW Medicine's child care staff in their hometown of Seattle on Friday to ensure that they're protected while at work and between shifts. Uh, Susan said it really feels cathartic to give back. Uh, It just feels really good to do our little part and stay home. Uh, Duff also took to Twitter to call uh, the UW Medicine Child Care Center workers heroes after they thanked him and Susan for their generous donation. They plan to donate another 1,000 masks in the next week or so. That's great. And as we said earlier this morning, happy birthday to Bob Seger, turns 75 years old today. (laughs) 
Uh, Bob and the Silver Bullet Band performed their final show, yep, on November 1st in uh, with little nostalgia or fanfare at the Wells Fargo Center. As it stands now, there are no further Seeger tour dates on the books in the future. The track... Hey, why are there all those rental cars out there? Uh, the track, which uh, had started in support of Seeger's last album, 2017's I Knew You Win, was cut short by complications from a ruptured disc. Uh, but he, that when asked in a Rolling Stone uh, interview in 2017, he was asked if he ever thought he'd still be making music at this point in his life. He said, God, no. I thought it'd be done by 30. My original plan was to do it for five years between the age of 25 and 30 and then buy a motorcycle and drive across Europe and then get a real job. Uh, it didn't work that out that way. Uh, the more you do it, I guess, the more you love it, he said. So certainly has had an amazing career, yes. The song just captures. We've all, we all have memories like this, I think. This is about him, um, you know, losing his virginity. Yeah. Actually, if you listen to the dude with the black wig on. To the lyrics, no. No, it's, uh, it's about, it's about being a teenager and, and finding a way to go and yeah. explore a little bit with that person that you're yeah. with at the time. So he's 75 today? Yeah. Kurt Loder turned 75 yesterday. Did you see that on social media? I didn't see it on social media. I, saw I thought Kurt Loder was 75 <laughs> 20 years ago. Uh, yeah, so this one doesn't make me feel old, but Kurt Loder, Kurt Loder. turning 75, I'm like, oh, jeez. You know, Kurt Loder, uh, to do the MTV cut-ins and the informational stuff, and he was obviously spent a lot of time with Rolling Stone, but when he was on MTV, he was much older than the other MTV correspondents. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were definitely kids compared to him, so. All right, and, uh, that's it. So that got, stop it. So I got music Stop the typing! Stop that. <laughs> um, we are going to take a break, and we're going to give something to you for hanging out with us. A $50 Dunkin' gift card if you're calling number 11 right now, 215-263-WMMR. So you can uh, have donuts! Our uh, nation's nurses and healthcare professionals are heroes. By the way, it's uh, it's National Nurses Day today. Oh, that will you... Send, send them some Dunkin' Love if you want to. Uh, May 6th, uh, Dunkin' is offering nurses and healthcare professionals a free donut and a free medium iced coffee to kick off Nurses Week. So that's today. All right? So go and have at it. Participation may vary. Excludes cold brew and nitro cold brew. Limit one per guest. Not valid on mobile orders. No ID required. So call number 11. We got you covered. 215-263-WMMR. We'll take a break. Come back and then we'll wrap this thing up. Back in the olden days, about five years ago, your only options to keep listening to WMMR when you got home would be to drive your car into your living room or turn on something called a radio. But now, through modern technology, the smart speaker that's secretly collecting data on you... What did you say? ...can also stream WMMR. Just tell Alexa or Google to open MMR, and magically we'll come streaming into your home. Plus, it may help distract your device from becoming self-aware. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. About ready to uh, finish up for today. It's been an enjoyable day. The weather is less than desirable with uh, high temperature of only around 53. Maybe some showers uh, around lunchtime making the way in. Looks like it's going to continue for the remainder of the day from what I'm seeing so far in my report here. But <clears throat> tomorrow's nice. Uh, sunny, 66. The day of the week, right? The, the day to get out and yeah. 
Tend to the chickens. I think so. If you want to, if you got chickens and they yeah. need tending, then by all means, that's that's your day. Scooter Bebo, are you enjoying your feed today? <laughs> Scooter and Bebo, those are my two favorites. The Alpha Chickens. Mm, I got you. We have a few. We have a few neighbors that have chickens, man. You know, um, saucy redhead Sarah, uh, who does the baking, a lot of baking for the Preston and Steve show. Uh, she inherited inherited. Some chickens and has since um, come to really love them as, I mean, like they're as affectionate pets. It's a weird thing. But, yeah, they've got personalities and all this stuff. You can't get roosters anymore because they've become so popular. People are at home, and so they're looking for hobbies. They're looking for fresh eggs. They're looking for pest killers, which is what chickens are and can provide. And you cannot get a rooster in order to get a hen pregnant in order to produce baby chicks. Roosters are in high demand at this point. Wow. Now you don't need roosters though for the, the the hens to lay eggs though, right? No, but if you want baby chicks, you but do. If you want chicks, yeah. If you want, if you want to, if you want to, all of a sudden have many more chickens, which I would definitely not want because that'll get out of control. For example, here a chick, there a chick, <laughs> everywhere a chick, chick. Yes, you can't. That's a bad situation. Old Gene Simmons has a farm. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> uh, but anyway, feed your chickens tomorrow. Uh, and then Friday afternoon showers, high only 59. and uh, then Red chickens. S- yeah, but Saturday, 49 is, is the high temperature. It's going to be windy. It's going to be kind of a crappy day on Saturday. Not optimum. I would like to thank Julia Ray. We were won over by her. She is on this Bachelor Listen to Your Heart, sh- heart Show. She was. Uh, she is beautiful, talented, and really nice and a lot of fun. Yeah, she's got a good... Yeah. Good sensibility. She was really cool. Yeah, she was really, really cool. So uh, it was nice to have her on. And you can catch that show Mondays at 8 p.m. on uh, 6 ABC, by the way. She's not a villain. They were painting no. her to be a villain. Bastards. And she was actually very, very sweet. So, And she grew up listening to uh, us and MMR and uh, is a big fan, which is cool. Pierre Robert is here. Hey, man. Good day. Uh, how are things in your world? Very well, thank you. Wonderful. Excellent. Very well. Is your card finally dried out? Your yes, and functioning. Yes, you glad to have Tommy back? Yes. All right. It was a little bit of a nightmare. It was a mobile pool for a couple of days. <laughs> well, and then I I went out delivering signs on Sunday, right? Uh, and I I still had the Chevy Tahoe, so I took the Tahoe oh, no. to deliver signs. Um, and it, I mean, that was an amazing experience. Um, uh, and a lot of them were nurses, which is interesting because today's National Nurses Day and everything. Um, but then coming back, um, I live off of this country road and you have to take a left <laughs> under this little bridge. And so I'm taking this left. And then I see, you know, at nighttime, by the time I delivered the last one, it was it was nighttime. And I saw, was it a rock under a little wet spot? I said, I think that's a frog. And so I get out of the car, and I'm going, now, frog, come on, move along. And I edge it with my foot a little bit. I still have my gloves on from because uh, I wear a mask and gloves and my tie-dyed lab coat to be a psychedelic doctor for delivering the lawn signs. <laughs> and then as I get out of the Tahoe, I drop my cell phone onto oh. the cobblestone, and it gets wet. And then I'm going over to try to move the... Frog. The, the frog, and I go, and I move, I'm touching it with my toe, and the frog's not moving. And finally, I go, I, this gives me the creeps, and Kathy, you'll like this. I reached down and grabbed the frog with my hand and moved him off the side of the road. And then I go, man, this is, this is weird. And then I get back in my, 
my phone's a little wet, and then I try to charge it, and it goes, there's water inside. And um, so um, it was it was an adventure. You uh, just had your phone dried out. I just had it dried out. Now, it's working, so yeah. it hasn't gotten an acid flashback. Okay. Uh, it's not it's not tripping back to the Haight-Ashbury as it was the last time uh, we had some problems with it. But um, it doesn't seem to be quite working right either, so there could be difficulties. Next time we have a military conflict, we need to send you behind enemy lines. That's what yeah, I'm thinking, yeah. Steve. <laughs> I mean, I'm your operative. Just plant you back there. Exactly. Do you find your? I find everything effing confusing. <laughs> well, no, I just want I want to find if your 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 affableness, if that's even a word. I have no idea. Um, just your, yeah. Um, do you find that adorable? Do you find yourself adorable that you're such a mess <laughs> that you that you are? No, you're such a mess. I find myself a complete <laughs> annoyance. So you wish you were not yeah. quite this way? Okay. I, um, yeah. I I filed for divorce several times. For myself. Uh, For myself. Uh. Irreconcilable differences. Uh, And they keep throwing the case out of court. I think Uh, people would say that you're idiosyncratically um, uh, adorable. Thank you. Yeah, it it might be cute from a distance. Listeners... Uh, but living it, <laughs> listeners come up to me all the time. Oh man, you're so together! I, you know, and they'll hug me. Well, in the old days, they hug me and high five, and you, man, you're so together. And I go, I live with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing could be further from the truth. All right, well, you're okay. You're here. You're ready to work. You're I good am. stuff. All right, let's do the letter. Right yeah. here we go. Preston and Steve <laughs> on ninety three three WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the President of Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. K as in special K. All right. So we got a K, and we got two more letters to go. Then we give away a $300 Primo Hoagies gift card. Primo Hoagies still making award-winning Hoagies in your local stores. All locations offering online ordering, curbside pickup, and no-contact deliveries were available. Plus, new social distancing trays and lunch boxes. You can order online at primohogies.com slash orders. What's up on the show today? Well, we'll have another $500 opportunity, two of them, at uh, noon and 2 p.m. We've got a Duncan $50 gift card to give away in honor of Nurses Day. And uh, we'll also have blocks of the dead and REM. And you've been referencing Bob Seeger, Bob Seeger for his birthday today. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors. And also brought to you by Duncan, official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Uh, tomorrow, we will have as a guest, we're going to have Robert uh, Herjavec, who is from Shark Tank. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah, right. He, he and his wife, Kim, are going to be joining us tomorrow. So we'll see what they want to talk about. And uh, we got stuff to give away and things to do. So we'll do all that tomorrow. That's it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Breston and Steve love you, hate you line. If you want to watch birds, just come over to my house right after I wash my truck. The crazy-ass bird lands on the door handle, looks at himself in the five-year mirror, and all over the edges of my truck. Next message. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, ball sacks are yummy. That is all. Next message. Hey, everybody. I've rediscovered something today. It's a f***ing sidewalk. Walk on it.
the Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. I'm Mel Dumb, and I host a podcast called Talkin' Rock. I put my three decades of rock radio experience to work while interviewing some of the biggest stars in the rock genre. Check out the Talkin' Rock with Meltdown podcast, giving you a backstage look at some of your favorite bands. Download it and listen today at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.